0: warning the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive the untitled wrestling podcast is on all the usual social media outlets do your bit to support us on facebook and youtube at untitled wrestling podcast twitter twitch and discord at untitled wrestpod give us a like share subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling the Podcast, AEW Weekend Review. It's Saturday, you know what that means, it's me, your boy Big Tasty, I'm joined as always by my podcast partner, he is beautiful on the inside, he is innocent personified, it's Aaron Statman-Suckliff, how's it going mate?
1: Why you gotta say those lyrics to me?
0: <laughs> I thought you might have got them. Just I thought you know, just keep it in your head.
1: <laughs> they are embroidered in my head. Would you say I you am. ever
0: carved out your heart made of
1: stone? <laughs> if you didn't know, I done a three-hour stream last night. It's on our Twitch of literally Judas in the background over and over and over again. <laughs> I, hoped was, I hope it was. it was really loud, like in your ears. Oh, oh! I, I had to turn it up to hear it. I mean, um,
0: what I really want to know here is, what have you become? I, I'll be treated <laughs> podcasters, <laughs> by... <laughs> right, That's enough for that <laughs> for now. Um, could have been worse. It could have been like the, the guitar, the horrible guitar version of Judas from uh, All else. Or the MJF in Jericho, my uh, which, which, to be fair, Mikey Ruckus has said, that's never coming back. It's dead, no. it's gone. It's, they've literally fired it into the sun.
1: Thank fuck for
0: that. <laughs> Not because it was bad, just because it was a, apparently it was a nightmare to license. Yeah, that's fair. So, so, yeah, that's that's never coming back. That, don't worry, that can't hurt you anymore. Yes. <laughs> uh, someone who definitely can hurt you and will repeatedly forever is apparently Malachi Blood. Oh, or
1: uh, well, before you get into the match, quick, quick thing that uh, Scallower's not here this week yeah. because he's getting married. JR um, seems
0: like personally slighted by this.
1: Yeah, like how dare you put your wedding <laughs> over at Ew with me? Uh, but the very first sign of the night, uh, Niall farted. That's it. That's all it says in the sign. Niall yeah.
0: farted. No context. For it. No context <laughs> offered or needed frankly Um so yeah so first up we have Malachi oh, off down it literally straight off the bat open we have Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes this was built last was it on Rampage last week
1: Rampage last week he saved and then, Lee Jones well he didn't save him he just ran
0: out after he ran he out after it. he'd been murdered and <laughs> sort of stood over and body yeah. Um, yeah I mean and they even like so they're, they're big into this they even put a little promo on All Out for this
1: yes like I, I mean it, as much as we know, Blacks winning against Dustin, it's Dustin. He's
0: like Cody's. Well, he is Cody's brother, but he's, he's like he's legitimate li- he's, he's, he's he's, in a different way than the rest of the guys. He's fought so far.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like he's up. He's an upper
0: class to the rest of them. So yeah, he's um, he gets- you know, he's part of that legendary match with Cody at the start of AW. He's still somewhat protected.
1: Yeah, like he go, he fights on dark and dark elevation and stuff. Gets wins, but
0: it, it's a case of well, he beat QT Marshall as well. He won the bunkhouse match. He, won um, the bunkhouse he match. spanked Sean Spears bare arse. Yep, with he, Tully Blanchard on the front of those. He, he, yeah, he beat Nick Camaroto in a bull whip match.
1: Yeah, see, he, he somewhat saved in
0: yeah places. So. Um, and to be fair, this was the most back and forth Manaka Black match we've seen since he came to the company
1: yeah it's a uh, first back and forth the first first time he's been
0: in sort of
1: trouble really
0: yeah I think it's is it the first time he's been like pinned someone's tried to pin him as well uh, it would be I think yeah That's yeah because cool. um, Dustin actually got like a two count on him I think at one point he got like, a couple of one counts um yeah, I mean this match went ten minutes. Um, uh, it was, I think, I think they're a really good fit. These two, the way they both yeah, sort of wrestled. Uh, it's it was very lot. It's just a lot of like big hits, wasn't it? And like sort of big power, like Dustin's going for the big power moves. Yeah. Trying. To, like, the, trying to...
1: the way I've seen black matches before this one, there are no for me of black letting people get their stuff in. It, it shouldn't be if he's meant to be this fucking. Demon, scary boy that just kills people, kicks
0: people's heads off. Yeah, but I mean, you can't book a guy like that forever, otherwise you just no, meet. you
1: can because then you've got
0: like but then the you got, from another company. Yeah, and then you've just got a problem <laughs> there because it gets it runs its course real quick.
1: Yeah, once that's done, <laughs> it's done. But it, I like this match. It was the
0: first match of blacks on AEW, I enjoyed. It was the uh, first match of Black Sun IW that was actually really a match. Like, Yeah. The other ones were just like spectacles of him kicking people real hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a, a couple of noticeable things in the match. Uh, Dustin going through a table. Yeah. Because cool, like, let's up the ante instantly. So, yeah, it was like pretty the, early on
0: as well. I saw it, like, Doc Samson in the tank. He was, like, just yeeting themselves out of the way as he was going up, as he took <laughs> Like that, That spot came around real quick. Um, yeah, and like there was a lot of like obviously, um, Black was sort of targeting the leg. He was like kicking dust in the leg quite a lot. Um, a lot there, was one that made a, there was one that made a vicious noise just before
1: he'd done that running knee strike. Yeah. There was one that really made a noise. I was like, Ugh,
0: God. Uh, early on in the match, t- you took off, I was t- uh, Black took off one of the termucker pads. That sort of came into the play later on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Really, really good fun. It went outside, it went inside, they brawled, they did moves on each other, like suplexes, slams, big kicks. Uh, Dustin went for the bulldog at the end of the match. You know, that sort of, it's sort, of sort of become his finisher, hasn't it? Oh, he hit the Canadian Destroyer yeah. as well. Dustin hit the Canadian Destroyer, which it's fine. I mean... It's, I still don't like it, it's too slow. For, I mean, it, it is, I mean, fuck me, mate. He's like, he's 50s.
1: Wait, don't do it
0: then. <laughs> but maybe he likes to do it, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking to tell him he can't do it. You tell Dustin no, Rose he can't do the Canadian Destroyer. You know maybe not on Twitter because he gets a bit angry on Twitter. Um, uh, it would just bought me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the closest. That was like that got a two count, I think. The Canadian Destroyer that was after um, Malachi threw one of Cody's boots at Dustin.
1: Yeah, he went under the ring and just whacked a white boot with the sad tattoo on it. Yeah, Basically. which
0: was it was like the actual same boot that Cody was wearing for their match. So it was like literally the one that Malachi stole. Presumably, yeah, it was meant to be, and yeah. um, that was like a psychological thing. Uh, yeah, uh, Dustin's got a bloody mouth at some point too. Yeah, well, also it, it sort of works. out so, like obviously, um, Black's whole thing going into this match was that he wanted to like make Dustin angry and like bring out the evil like side of him, and he was gonna once he did that, he would he, he reckoned that would make him easier easier to beat because he could kind control him like more like psychologically. Just watched here in April you'll <laughs> see, he to... see his dark side <laughs> oh, no no not, not that dark side we, 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 we ain't going there like when, when Dustin was like uh, yeah I've, I've walked in the darkness and I was like oh no mate you don't, don't want to go there you don't want no. to <laughs> um, so yeah so Dustin goes for the bulldog after the, after the canine destroyer uh, as he's going for it Black just like shoves him into the exposed thermal, like sort of hits him in the chest as he comes back around hits him with the Blackout, Black Mass, whatever we're calling it nowadays. But, right, one thing the, I'll say
1: The roundhouse kick, they like to call it. They don't give it its name. Well, it's just a right, one thing
0: kick. I'll say they really suffered on this dynamite and to an extent on Rampage as well about not having Excalibur is that Excalibur is really good at selling people's finishes.
1: Yeah, Tony's the one that has to do the play by play, isn't it? It's not the same.
0: No, he's not quite as he's not hasn't quite got the encyclopedic knowledge that, yeah. um, that Excalibur can bring to a to a match when like, when he's calling up. Like we, we joke about Excalibur like calling up these ridiculous moves, but it really does help you understand what's happening in the match when he does it. Exactly. If you and don't it, know
1: what it is, he's always there to tell
0: you. <laughs> like literally calling the Black Mass a Roundhouse Kick.
1: Ah, it's bad. There's something else as well. It was on Rampage. It was they, they called um, it down. they
0: they called Ruby's finisher a pale uh, a pale kick well, or.
1: It was a Pele kick, they called it, yeah. Yeah. Even
0: though it was, I don't think it's got a name yet. Well, it was the riot kick, wasn't it? But um, yeah. I don't know what it is now. But uh. yeah, so, you know, Excalibur, I'm really glad. You know, I hope you have a lovely wedding, but fucking I might come back soon. <laughs> uh, m- more on that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so after that, yeah. So, um, so Black wins again. It's back to about 10 minutes, so longest Malachi Black match we've had so far in AW. Probably the most, like I said, the most balanced in terms of offense. I mean, Black still was on top for a, a, a fair bit of a you know, a fair yeah, bit of it.
1: Dustin being the bigger boy, powerhouse, all that noise.
0: Yeah, got his clotheslines in and Bill dogs, etc. But this was a really good Dustin performance, I thought. Um, yeah, he was he was starting to wear a bit thin on me when he was like plowing through all the young guys in the factory, and it was like. I was getting Cookie a bit,
1: Marshall and Nick Camerato.
0: Yeah, but I think this 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 really made me really made me enjoy him in, in this match. I thought he, I thought you did a great job. And uh, next up, we had we had a little quick video of the Lucha Brothers sort of celebrating the tag team win. A little sort of re- recap of the match, and then um, Eddie Kingston called out Miro and basically said he basically beat him with a low blow. And basically, it's not over. He's gonna he's gonna keep coming for him. And then a lovely line from Miro. Uh, after his like rebuttal, he said that he will offer his broken bones to his bride and his soul to his god.
1: Do you think that she is the god?
0: No, no, they're two distinct entities. Like
1: no, but, but how do you know that?
0: Because he literally said, "I will offer my your broken bones yeah, to my but, bride and then your soul to my god." But th- this is wrestling, mate. And he thanked you know he thanked you actually thanked God way back for his his strength and his wife's flexibility well
1: uh, I mean she does
0: do gymnastics so could still be thanking her technically yeah so it looks like we're going to get redeemed these nuts too
1: redeemed these nuts (laughs) let's Um,
0: go yeah the the, the second redeeming um, at some point I mean the the logical place to do this would be in New York wouldn't it because Eddie's a New York guy you will be super over a street fight Give us, it's going to have its going to have, it's gotta have, it's gonna be like a, an I quit match or a last man standing match. They've gotta have a step for the, for the rematch. Yeah,
1: that's what I want. I wanted it the first time. Give me it this time, please.
0: <laughs> I think it's definitely gonna happen. Um, obviously the rematch is absolutely happening. Um, yeah, I think, I think it would be, it they would be remiss not to like, they have to up the ante a bit, don't they? Yeah, just a little bit. It doesn't have to be like massive. Just no, it just, like have to be, like, just have to be like a ladder match or a Steve Leather. Just like you say, just no like DQ. either, like, mm-hmm. either an ODQ or like a New York Street fight or uh, even like like I said, even a last man standing match or an I quit match would be, be yeah. fine. I think it's something a bit different. Um, the next up we had CM Punk out. Yeah. Oh, this, this was.
1: Someone in the crowd before you go into the CM Punk
0: I had a Daphne thing. Yeah, that was nice. RIP. RIP. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Um, so he cut this CM Punk. his happy CM Punk promo, basically. Um, saying, "I got the pay per view was, and all like the, the new debuts and stuff." Now, this is something that when when Punk like started cutting his like, I can't remember if it was in the ring of Ron Rampage when he first came in, or whether it was like his, one of his press things. And when he was listing off all the talent that he wanted to work with, he listed specifically Hobbs and Starks, and it got me thinking like, "Oh, I wonder if they're gonna put Punk in with Team Taz." Like I'm in a, with team Taz. Well, no, because like in a program, you know, Right, they're going okay. to make them make them work, and apparently we are because um, because even though even though in this instance Punk, uh, Taz doesn't Team Punk doesn't call out any members of Team Taz, Taz gets on the mic and calls out Punk for repeatedly mentioning Team Taz. Apparently, yeah, lovely. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I I, liked, I sort of like Taz in this in this role. He was like angry sort of manager dude. He like he had he basically was saying like, yo, you keep Team Taz's name out of your mouth. Um, don't talk about them. Yeah, it
1: was alright. Oh, it's just typical CM Punk promo these days. But then yes. but
0: I, I liked how they took it. So like um, Hook was there, oh, stupid sexy hook. And um, and Hobbs was there with like with T- like because Taz was on commentary and then they sort of just came out and like stood next to the commentary desk. Right. And um Punk was like, Well, oh, if you if you're serious, bring bring me Ricky Starks. Yeah. <laughs> like last night like, it puts a little bit of rub on Starks, which is which is pretty cool. Like Punk's like, come on, he's the main man, I want him.
1: Fuck the other two. Give me the <laughs> one that holds your prestigious belt. Yeah, you don't want hold your unrecognized title. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. and then I, just I'm not since that match it all out, CM Punk's sort of let me down a bit. I, I it was
0: it was perfectly fine. <sighs> It compared was... to the rest of the show, it wasn't it. But it's, just, it's it's a different style, isn't it? It's like it's more of that sort of old because they literally modeled it on like a Bret Hart match from like the nineties. It was Bret Hart and 123 kid 1994. Yeah. So yeah. you know it's always gonna be it's always gonna have that like, sort of old school throwback sort of feel to it.
1: Just has to be a Bret
0: Hart fan, doesn't he? Just has to be dull and boring. Um so yeah, so uh, Punk ends the promo, um, basically calling out all of Team Taz. She said, um, he said, beat me if you can, survive if I let you, which is a nice little um nice little reference to Taz back in the day.
1: Yeah, the the Messes looked at me funny like, what?
0: it's a a, 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 a Taz thing it's a Taz thing, don't worry about it, it's fine don't
1: worry, worry. I know he's just debuted on our retro watch along, darling he
0: doesn't say it, it's fine it's an easy easy dub Taz thing (laughs) (laughs) you you, you won't see this when he's like taking a cut angle (laughs) apart at the Royal Rumble Um, so yeah, um, I'm I'm excited for for Punk to sort of chew through Team Taz for a bit he can have some nice matches there, I don't know if he's going to have help, if there's going to be some sort of tag
1: I, it's going to be a case of it's going to fill the void for the month or two. Again, because there's three... Well, Hook is debatable, but you never know. Oh, imagine
0: if Hook's first match is going to say i punk. I know,
1: that's what I'm saying. Taz might somehow pull some strings
0: and just go. I'm take it into getting Hook's debut against Punk and Arthur Ashe. Let's go. Hook <laughs> just comes out and he's like fucking Kenta.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I'm all for it. Him, oh, and, him
0: and punk do seven stars that would be some reason me just a debut <laughs> match versus the punk turns, quite out, quite turns out he's been like training under ricardo or something <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: just one remaker that's all it did <laughs> that'd just be amazing one. i'd love that so yes I'm,
0: I'm pretty hyped i mean i just i don't really care what punk does i just, i just like just like the fact that he's around it's just nice in it <laughs> it's just nice to see him
1: it's just the same weekend. We get Happy go lucky. Ah, uh,
0: no, this was this was like a definite tonal shift here towards it, like.
1: It was definitely he's getting an actual program now. Yeah, he, he's getting I'm a bit. He's getting it. a bit angry now.
0: He's getting a bit pissed off.
1: Obviously, you can't just go. Hey, Punk's the biggest name. Give him a world title shot. That's no. not how E. W. works. So give him something else. He's got. To, he's got, got to start. Racking up wins. He's,
0: he's got to start going to the program, racking up these wins. Uh, he's getting. Yeah. He's getting a little pissed off. He didn't have a lot of time for Taz here. Um, I mean, neither would I. <laughs> if Taz <that's> interrupted <laughs> you when you are addressing your beloved crowd. Uh, yeah, so you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where this goes. I'm, I'm excited. Um, next up, Santana and Ortiz cut a little promo, real nice promo. Um, basically said that they're done with FTR, they passed them, and now they've got their eyes on the tag team titles. And oh my God, are we going to get Proton Valve versus the Mitch mm-hmm. Brothers again?
1: In two weeks' time, maybe. Possibly. Oh,
0: and Arthur Ashe. Oh, I, I, it could
1: happen, you
0: know. Are we going to get that? Because that would. Absolutely. I mean they they went to war in impact and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, the concrete jungle thing. Yeah. That sounds right. Is that right? No, wasn't that That's... wasn't that LAX? Yeah, but it was these oh maybe the two
0: OGs versus. That was, the LAX. That was OGs V L LAX wasn't right, it? With all the mad steps. They, yeah. they just had like, really good matches. Um I think
1: they had a full metal
0: mayhem, which I rose. I mean, yeah, that that, that rings uh, bell. Yeah,
1: I think it was a full metal mayhem.
0: You're thinking of the, the concrete jungle and the exposed wooden boards, matches that um Homicide others yeah. had with Centennial Tears that were, they were absolutely amazing, to be fair, when Eddie Kings was there just as a manager, just being evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. Um, so speaking of Team Taz, oh, well, before that, sorry, well, well, I'm skipping past, uh, we had a, a nice little backstage segment with Ruby Soho. Uh, Ruby Soho, she cuts a perfectly good promo. <sighs> yeah, right. she's, she's fine. Uh, Britt Baker comes in. And says that basically, um, while yeah, you know, Brick Baker's been like you know defining the AW Women's Division, she's been in catering for four years. So maybe she should like run yeah. off back to catering. Yeah, why do
1: not you run away back to catering where you've been sitting the past four years? Like oh, Jesus oh. Christ, oh. We're, we're coming with a source. Oh, I mean to be, I, I I like all this shit because they they must like speak to each other before, right? I'm gonna say this, okay? Yeah, don't be too offended. Like, I, I think that's the only way M.G.F. gets away
0: with some of the stuff he says. We'll, he... we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a bit, miss. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think
1: that's the only way they get to it. Whereas backstage, you go, right, I'm going to say this. Is that okay? Yeah, they sure. must. They must. Right. Have a little <laughs> system, like, Is
0: there anything you don't want me to talk about? And it's yeah. anything... right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this, like, because obviously, like, it's no, it's no, it's not like disingenuous to say that Ruby Soho has been like sat around doing nothing for four years in WWE.
1: I mean, it's true, and it's yeah. not even—it's not even her
0: fault. It's not even like a slam on her. No, <laughs> You know, So it's and it's, it's the fans all know it. So you might as well—you might as well use it. It's, it got it got a good pop. It got like it got a good heel it, pop.
1: It's that whole blurring lines, isn't it?
0: It's great. Yeah. And the next up we had, oof! I mean, I really—this is a match I really, really, <laughs> really enjoyed. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. And this There's was a big, lot
1: of throwing about, wasn't
0: it? Was, uh, this is like, this must be like, this must be a dream match for someone like Hobbs. Because, like, look, here's a guy who can jump like six foot in the air who weighs yeah. about 120 pounds and you can literally just throw like a paper airplane. Yeah.
1: And it worked.
0: I was yeah. loving this. It was so uh, good. Love the bit near the start where like uh, Dante goes for a topee to have Hobbs on the outside. Hobbs just catches him midair and just slams him into the ring post.
1: Yeah, just catches him like just at his shoulders and just swings him to the. He catches him like while his legs are still like
0: that? going through the rope, so he's like his feet are hung on the middle rope and he just like slams him sideways, yeah. and the, like slams literally his head into the ring post. Then um, yeah. Hobbs just dominates him all around the ring. At one point, he just picks him up and throws him over the second rope back into the ring. Yeah,
1: it's
0: perfectly fine. Like, <laughs> like he's throwing a newspaper over a fence or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and then, I mean, uh, they did. It wasn't all Hobbs. Like they did let, they let Dante fire up a little bit, and he got to hit a few of his big, like, sort of high impact, uh, high flyer moves. But again, he was. It was always a feeling that like he was one, like, a bit hesitation or one slip away from Hobbs just taking over again and dominating. Yeah, I'd hook it on the
1: outside
0: as well. Oh yeah, and then hook. I hook didn't jumped. really. Yeah. Although there was a cool bit where were, um, where Hook was on the apron and Dante just jumped right over him up yeah, to the outside. We-
1: Oh, what's that? You're standing on eight, Bryn.
0: Fuck you, mate. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could jump six feet in the air vertically, so fuck you. Up. <laughs> this, this ain't no thing.
1: I can jump six
0: feet and you're only five foot five, the same as your da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dante went for that like sort of sort of the springboard moon salty hits. Yeah and then Hobbs just picked them up right so this, and again, we're talking about the the commentary team being a bit befuddled here um, yeah I've Hobbs, got written down as Hobbs as well. clearly hits a mind buster yeah, yeah JR and Tony literally jump all over themselves to say it was a problem
1: numerous times they shout power
0: bomb yeah yeah <laughs> And the thing is, every week he hits a
1: spine buster, and it's a really good looking spine buster. And then
0: and Jr. screams "Spine on the pine, because he loves it. Spine
1: uh, on the pain.
0: Yeah, and this is the one time he doesn't. I, I don't understand what was good. The commentary was just a bit befuddled for this episode yeah. of. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't off putting. It wasn't like bad. It was just. It just made you think. Well, oh, that's a bit weird.
1: Yeah, it was like, come on,
0: user meant to get it right. Come on. But the match was really fun. Um obviously it made Hobbs look like a monster. It made Dante look really good as well. I mean he, he I know he lost, but he, he put in a really good showing. It was one of those matches where like nobody comes out of it looking bad. Yeah,
1: like Dante, everyone
0: knows he's that young. He always puts on a good show. Like I think he loses, he's he's pretty well protected as well. Like he picks up loads of wins on dark and elevation. You know, he had that he had that big showing against the elite the other week where he sort of held his own against all of them for like five minutes. Yeah, on his own, yeah, just on a hot tag. It was great. Yeah, good stuff. Um, speaking of um, good stuff, we're back with Dan Lambert.
1: Is it good, though?
0: That was, that was sarcasm, mate.
1: Like, hi, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> I, was, I was fine with Dan Lambert starting out when he brought in, like, Nunes and uh, Art, whatever the other one's I mean, called.
0: And Stavall was there as well, wasn't he? And-
1: Matt, sorry, it was Nunes and Masvidal the first time, and then it was Dos Santos and... Orlovsky, the second time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I was fine when he was bringing in names and like, oh, it doesn't matter that they weren't doing anything, it was just that they were there. It's this sort like,
0: of... Do men of the year need like a, a fucking boomer manager? Like, what's, what's going on here? Well, because he Ethan, not talk Ethan, about... Well, Ethan Page is really good at talking on the mic. Yeah. And Scorpius uh, guy is pretty decent as well.
1: Can I just say, Dan Lambert cries in this promo about... Oh, how real wrestlers should be like over
0: six foot and jacked and like hair, hair, like beautiful hair, beautiful face, standing next to the not very tall, moderately muscular, but very bold Scorpio's guy, exactly. (laughs)
1: Like, you've just contradicted yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly.
0: So, basically, I I understand where I mean, I'm sure there's there's some sort of end game here. I mean, I I assume that. Um, we're going to get somewhere down the line. These two versus Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. I
1: didn't even think of it, Suzuki. To be honest, I mean they, yeah. literally,
0: they were literally cutting a promo after this dynamite together on YouTube. Wait,
1: what? I've messed this.
0: <laughs> so after this dynamite, um, right, Lance, okay. Lance Archer and Suzuki cut a promo on Mox saying that like. It was disrespectful that Mox got all the benefits because it was his hometown and shit. And like, they're basically... They're, they're, they're tagging against Tom Lawler and someone else. Um, yeah, week. I've seen that one strong. Yeah, yeah, I've seen... I've seen that. So I think there's a high chance that they come in and just do a murder on the men of the year.
1: Just Suzuki going her back together. Well, because Lambert,
0: Lambert's saying like, oh, we need real men. What's more of a real man than Minoru Suzuki? Murder Granddad. Let's go. So if that's if that's what this is building to, then I'm all for it because that match would absolutely bang. Yeah,
1: I, I, I do miss Scorpio's guy Nathan Page just actually wrestling. It's not. So often I don't I don't think we've
0: seen Page since the Derby match up. Wrestle. Exactly. Pitch. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. And if, if that's what we're getting, then I, I can wait. I, if that's worth building to, I can I can take this on the chin. It's only thirty seconds a week. It's fine. Yeah, not spoil my enjoyment the show. Um, next up, Matt Hardy challenges orange, Cass- orange Cassidy to a her versus her match. This this pivoted, this this escalated quickly, didn't it? <laughs> it was just
1: like uh, I I don't really care for this, and the fact that either Orange or Matt Hardy is going to be bald. <laughs> Both
0: bald <laughs> not
1: Orange. Please not Orange. Don't what put part, Matt Hardy no. over.
0: Well, let's, let's <laughs> put, put, put it this way: only one of them sells a t-shirt with their own face on it and it ain't Matt Hardy <laughs> so I don't think you're going to be shaving the, you're going to be shaving the money
1: oh I, I think I'd cry if one, one, Matt one What one of these
0: men is a top 5 merch mover in the company and one is my Hardy so I think it's fairly <laughs> obvious so you take the Clippers too plus my Hardy can just lo- that- my Hardy can just lose and refuse to do it anyway and be a prick heel can't he so to be fair, Matt Hardy's hit that age now where folk tend to cut their hair anyway, don't I mean, you? Yeah, he's, I mean, I'm not saying he's like at the Baron Corbin points where he has to, but like he should probably start thinking about it. Yeah, or, he's, got, uh, he's got he's got that little bird nest thingy going on, you know, with the back. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like he's hit that age now where he's got to start thinking about
0: it. Now. Trust me, man. As someone who's been through this, I know. When it's time, it's time. You got to do it. <laughs>
1: mate I watched Shawn Michaels' hair recede over the years and it wasn't great to watch. I mean you're you're a
0: man with, with head sharing experience.
1: Yes. I, I am yes it's not <laughs>
0: it feels yeah but don't you feel don't you feel cleansed and, and pure when it's done
1: I think the word you're looking
0: for is cold and naked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, I mean you had your you had your grandparents' tears to comfort you. Exactly that's fine <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Speaking of tears, Jesus Christ. Um, Next up, MGF makes his way out. Right, right.
1: No happy. Yes, Jericho was at a fucking fuzzy concert. Fuck the fuzzy concert. If you're going to win over your biggest fucking heel after losing about three times to him or however many times it was, show up. Be the star. Look, the first week he's not even here. I'm telling you, that's some fucked (laughs) off now. He's gone,
0: yeah. and he didn't have to. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I did like that. MGF was just really pissed off at like life at this point. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like cool, smarmy MGF. He was just angry MGF at this point. Kanye had enough of everyone. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he comes out and he, he he's he's getting the cheap heat. He's calling all the the audience pot belly pigs.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he shits a night.
0: Yeah. He dumps. Noise. He dumps on skyline chili, which is a big thing in he?
1: What
0: chili? Skyline, specifically Skyline, it's a brand of chili that they sell in Cincinnati, which is apparently like God's balls. I don't know. Everyone everyone fucking loves it. The Doug's Tets. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like the thing. Um And he basically, basically cut this basic promo saying that, you know, Jericho lost, the bell was rang, his arm was raised. Um so I don't I'm 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 an old man, Aaron. Right, he, he says in. he says that everything about Cincinnati is mid. Is mid M-I-D. It's av- mid. Yeah, is it's just average. I mean is that it's like some obviously like some alternate like zoomer meaning that I don't know. It's just something the kid, kids say to each other on Fortnite. Are you mid if you're bad at Fortnite or if you haven't got like the best skins? Like what what it, yeah, is this... it just means you're
1: not good at it. You're just, just is it like plain ba- vanilla is, is, white is it like
0: average. Is it like basic? Uh,
1: yeah, ba- yeah. That's genuinely it. Basic, like, he's calling, what, Cincinnati mid? Yeah, because Cincinnati's in the Midwest. Yeah. Well, that's fine, because
0: everything about it is mid. Like, it's middle of the road. It's, like, bang average. It's
1: It's bang average. There's nothing there. It's dull. It's plain. It's rubbish. Well, not
0: rubbish. It's just there's nothing to do there. Cool. So if I said to you, oh, Aaron, you haven't even got any, like, epic Fortnite skins, your character's so mid, would that be, like, sort of a valid... Yeah, it's term. plain, as plain and dull. Cool. And, and then you f- like steal your parent's credit card and buy get Yeah, and, yeah. Fi- fine. <laughs>
1: I'll put V bucks
0: into my account. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> right, good, good to know. We, we got, we got that squared away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like the ultimate, he basically then says, and again, it's a nice little throwback. He basically says, to, he says, well, if you disagree, what, why don't you hop the barrier and fight me? Yeah, yeah. I was
1: waiting for someone to jump. I was waiting on it.
0: little call back to a couple of weeks ago when that actually happened. Um, Yeah, the
1: the most hated guy on the roster, the biggest heel, shouted someone to jump the barricade. Now, see when you watched it and you looked behind MJF there was a guy
0: ready to go in a red (laughs) jumper. He was almost over. (laughs) He ran across and security stopped him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then they, the ultimate heel move. He um, he went after Linda Pillman. Oh, what a bastard! Now, if, you've not, if you're not if, you, if you're not aware of, of the sort of the, the the big the big picture here, so uh, there was an episode earlier this year, of Dark Side of the Ring, which focused on Flying Brian Pillman, and um, a lot of it was focused on like his sort of turbulent relationships and like the impact of his family after his death, and his his mum had some issues which we'll get into in a second, but it basically turned out that his mum's sister. His auntie led. basically raised him from raised Brian yeah. Junior, and she was like th- the most caring, like loving. She was the, like the only person in this documentary who came across as like a genuinely thoroughly beautiful person.
1: Like she, she was that Like she seemed that caring and stuff on the episode. That she got her own. She got two of her own T-shirts. And on that week, I think there were, like, some of the best-selling T-shirts that there was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, so, uh, pro- on pro wrestling tees. So, so
0: she, he threatened Linda Pillman and the hair family, and then next to her was um, Brian Pillman Sr.'s daughter, so Pillman Jr.'s sort of sister, half-sister. Yeah. Um, he called her 16 and pregnant. She Even was, though
1: she definitely didn't look 16 No, but bit,
0: she, was, yeah. she was heavily pregnant. Fun fact, she, she was... <laughs> She went into labour straight after the show, apparently, and had the baby, like, a couple of hours later. Oh. So MJF literally put her into labour? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Brian, Brian Jr. tweeted about it. Um, said that literally as soon as she left the show, she had to go straight, mom straight to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. So MJF, top, top, top child deliverer. Um... <laughs> So like you can add that to the list of like you know, you know, like someone's like if you're trying to induce labour and like curry, sex, mgf promos. MGF promos. <laughs> um so obviously so he's running down, he's running down. Um since he's running down Pillman's family, Brian Pillman's Jr. music hits. He comes out in a Bengals jersey, which I think is that was that his dad's number, 57. I
1: think so, because they mentioned it on Rampage and stuff too. All
0: the people in the crowd had them on. Yeah. It had Pillman fifty seven jerseys on, so. i right. I'm sure it has I should I should know this because I think we put it on the front of our Brian Pillman beer artwork. Um, and I've totally forgotten because I'm a terrible person. Yeah, uh, 97.
1: 97, that was it, yeah. Ninety seven.
0: Which is the number he had on his jersey, and obviously the people of the crowd were these on as well. Like and the pop, the pop was huge. Like um Brian Pillman senior, obviously, was was revered in the Junior's doing right, everything, so and he's, he's got the Bengals jersey. Only comes out for the cheap pop, um, yeah. and yeah, he basically says that since um, nothing makes badasses like Brian Pillman, his dad John Moxley, and him Brian Pillman Junior. And that's when he says Moxie's name, Jesus Christ, the pop.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, that's gonna
0: be fucking. <laughs> okay. Um, and he said, "Welcome to the jungle," um, and then he basically said, um. And Jeff said it's a good idea for him to go, does he really want to go toe-to-toe with him on the microphone? Good point, you know. Exactly. I was worried for filming <laughs> Well, he then immediately follows us up by calling his mum methany. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that heart. <laughs> that makes a number of jokes about his mum's sexual exploits. I'd say. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, 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 ages, which, which I won't repeat. Um <laughs> <laughs> Go, go watch Dark Say the thing. It's all spoken about. <laughs> yeah. Uh but in between all of this, he basically runs down Wardlow a bit as well, and Jeff does. So earlier on he sort of made a he made a comment about Wardlow fucking up and allowing him to lose it all out and it being Wardlow's fault. Which Wardlow sort of looks a bit he gives a bit of a side eye, don't he? He's like a little Yeah. He's a bit like perturbed. And then, like Wardlow's in between the two of them, and he tells MJF, "Let's just go and stand in the corner, mate, because um, you know it's pretty much all really you're good for." Her. Yeah, you couldn't help. And he rolls. He kind of rolls. Uh, there's, there's a bit of eye, there's a bit of eye rolling going on. A bit of teeth gnashing. Like yeah. it's, it's it's subtly. This is like the not too much the groundwork, but like the, the sort of the ground floor of this of this well, program
1: that, sort of being built. That's the that's the second thing that has happened. Though. Yeah, as MJF is like said, a really. Shitty thing to on. Well, it was
0: the one like the other week. when I we was talking about the cage match with Cody, wasn't he? And he, like Wardlow couldn't get the job done and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So so, so yeah. Uh, and then Pillman and Jeff get into it. And interestingly, so when Pillman and MJF start fighting, Wardlow pulls Pillman off him, but then he doesn't attack him. He just lets him go. Like just like he just stands there. He doesn't do anything because he's not been told to do anything. He's like, know, well, yeah. It's almost like I well he fuck also, you, you. You're telling me what to do. You didn't tell me to hit him, so I'm not going to hit. Him. He also takes a while to actually just yeah. turn around. He, sort get, of, he gives it a
2: while.
0: Yeah, he sort of thinks about it a bit, and yeah. Um, and then Griff Garrison, <laughs> Griff Garrison comes down to help, and Warlock just beheads him. <laughs> like, as soon as he gets to the ring, he just cleans his cloth like absolutely clotheslines the piss out of him.
1: Thanks for showing up,
0: mate. <laughs> <laughs> was oh, it was glorious. <laughs> And then MGF hits um, Brian Pillman with the dynamite ring. And he goes to hit Garrison, but Pillman sort of, like, gets him over him and, like, protects him. And yeah. That's it. MGF and Wardlow, peace out. And then, uh, oh, announced, well, it's announced a little bit later that we're going to get Pillman versus MGF at Arthur Ash.
1: Yeah, I, in New York sure. yeah.
0: Yeah, which, that'll be good. Good fun. Um, There'll be a bit more back and forth on the mic, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so then we got a little high package for moxie versus Suzuki which yeah going gonna, oh. gonna, oh. gonna be gonna be some big boy fighting that in it. Oh <laughs> so good. Uh, and then next up we have the television wrestling debut of Ruby Soho. she takes on Jamie Hater, and two two excellent themed songs on, on display here..
1: Uh, uh. J- Jamie hates our bangs, our music bangs. Uh, not, you, not a fan. What, of
0: what, what, what are you so- Rans- of... What are
1: you going to ransh with me? Not, not a fan of the song Ruby Solo. Not,
0: not a fan of Ruby Solo. Not a fan of Ruby Solo at all. Oh, Ruby Solo, she's such a, she's, she's such a pure she's, joyous person. No,
1: nah. <laughs> she's mid.
0: Oh, that's uh, a <laughs> don't 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 know how I like that. Um, she, she is mid. But this match, I enjoyed this match, I thought it was really good. Um is, you know, on She's great. She's a, she's a really good addition to the to the women's roster. And Ruby Soho's got that real sort of aura about at the moment. You know, she's just come in, she's really, she's really got a huge popper all out, she's super over with the fans. I didn't think the crowd were that loud though, is the thing.
1: Like, I if you if you actually listen to the crowd, they're not that loud for her.
0: Yeah, it's it's a
1: shame.
0: I'm. Like, um... I think she's. I think in, in the wider sort of AEW universe, I think she's 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 easily one of the more like over members of the women's roster at the moment. I I mean it's not a difficult to beat on that one. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, match match was fine. There's a couple of little little scary bits where like it looked like someone was going to drop someone, but everything sort of these two women are professionals. And anytime there was like a little wobble, they sort of worked it out pretty easily. Yeah. And yeah, Soho wins with her riot kick finisher. Yeah, there's
1: nothing else to call it. They've not named it yet. No, it still it's not got a not name. They called they
0: called call it a Purley kick on Rampage. They didn't even call it anything, yeah, did they?
1: A side it's not even a side kick, so that's like a super kick, isn't it? Um yeah, um, there's a couple of things. Um Taz loves picture in picture so much,
0: right? <laughs> He's got an old 66 TV
1: (laughs) in his house. That when he's not working, he has it on all 66 of his TVs.
0: In his own words, he got it it installed, apparently. (laughs) Because that's how that works.
1: Oh, wow. Well done, Taz. Proud of you, mate. Uh, There's an inverted flatliner thing that was quite cool, but weird at the same time. Yeah. They struggled to hit it properly, I think, but it was cool
0: yeah um yeah it's so a post-match um rip baker and rebel run in and jamie hater helps and they all stop beating up on ruby uh Riho comes out to make the save she obviously just gets wiped out and then statlander comes out with the chair and she clears the ring and so we have a team of chris statlander Riho, and ruby soho which we will be seeing later in the week i imagine yeah and um, i wonder when we'll get that.
1: Um... And then Taz sings Ruby Solo at the end as well. Yeah, Taz, forget, Taz forgets
0: he's not on Dark.
1: <laughs> Taz forgets it's live TV now. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, and yeah. so next up we have uh, Ricky Starks, Brian Page, got a little promos setting up the match they're going to have again for the FTW Championship, I imagine. Um, so yeah, that was fine. Yeah, solid promo. It was alright. Yep, um, so next up we have FTR and Sean Spears, aka The Pinnacle. Remember them, they're still a thing,
1: they they are still a thing, apparently. Yeah, it's those in our circle, apparently. So,
0: uh, so we have FDR and Sean Spears as The Pinnacle coming out to their Pinnacle entrance music, which is always fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. Tony says everything till he touches turns to gold, Uh you tell that to his daughter. <laughs> no
0: hopefully you've all seen no no you don't want to say hopefully hopefully he doesn't touch his daughter that much <laughs> we don't want to, we, don't, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't we don't want a hulk hogan situation here.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's meant to be me that says those things tasty i'm talking about <laughs> no, i don't mean
0: like i don't mean like in a perverse, I'm talking. Remember that, like, really odd, horrible picture of like Hogan, like rubbing um sun cream on. Yeah, remember? our bum, our bum yeah. with sun cream. Yeah, I right. know that. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So yeah, so uh, we've got um the Dark Order at this time comprised of John Silver, Uno, and Grayson. And this is, yeah. I mean, this match is very much a sort of story for the Dark Order not being able to sort of cooperate. Yeah,
1: there's not not much happens like the end ring action. There's it's just a solid. 3 v match in mean, a lot yeah.
0: of it a lot of it's on silver like he does a lot of the heavy lifting here um he, he works like by himself awful lot he, he you know he has to like deal with with the numbers game quite a fair bit he's the and one
1: then, that gets he cheers all the time isn't he yeah
0: well there's a bit towards the end where he's in the ring by himself and he, he, he managed to like neutralize all three members of the pinnacle and then as he's um crawling to the ropes to tag uno of and um ftr come around and ripped off the apron, and then Sean Spears gets up and like on into like the tag position and sort of like turns him, which is really nice.
1: Yeah, it's, it's all part of this dark order thing,
0: isn't it? Yeah. And then they hit like a really convoluted finish on Silver where yeah. like FTR or well, Dax Harwood gets gets Silva up, throws him at like Uno and then suplexes him and then they pick him up again and they throw him onto Sean Spears' shoulder and he just hits a C4 and that's it yeah J- just hit
1: the C4 yeah
0: you couldn't even you <laughs> could have just it, looked, it was just a bit like weirdly copied weirdly, weirdly yeah. complicated. but it was it was it was kind of fine um, and yeah it gets a pinnacle of win which is fine they are a bit of a win back after they lost to Proud and Power the other week Sean so Spears getting the pins, always nice. He's, he's going up against Derby, isn't he? So that sort of makes him look a little bit stronger before Derby murders him.
1: Even though Spears is definitely, like, the one that takes the most
0: beatings. Like, yeah, you I mean, still I, have to give him wins. And he's absolutely going to lose to Derby, but... Yeah. So then post-match, Udo and Grayson and, and Silver have a bit of an argument. Um, i let the rest of the holder order trying to restore order, and Anna Jay comes out to, to sort of try and fix everything. But...
1: But Tay Connie stops her from doing anything, holds her back, because Anna is just letting them deal with it, like they let Hangman deal with it. <laughs> See? Big brain.
0: Let's Long go. Long term booking.
1: Long term booking.
0: <laughs> and there, there is a feeling, I mean, we'll talk about this more, I think we've already got some questions about it for, for the end of the show. Um, obviously, a lot of people, very invested in the Dark Order. Those, those are particularly, like, Saddening match on, on an elevation last week with Uno and Five. Where almost all the way, all throughout the crowd were chanting please don't fight. As yeah, Uno was like that's... Uno was like hoofing five into the ring steps. <laughs> um so that was quite Uno awesome. was
1: very aggressive in this match, like just in this segment. He was so just trying to take control, I think he was doing, but
0: I mean and so like it's weird, so we're, we're, we're gonna talk about too much here, but the the sort of way they're presenting Uno is he's trying to do like he's trying to make the tough decisions, isn't he? Yeah. Like he's trying to do the necessary evil, like what needs to be done like to sort of help them move past this and the rest of the dark order are like maybe I'm not saying they're wrong, but maybe they're a little bit thinking in the short term and they're thinking about like what what they might want to do yeah. right in this moment. And this that's where the sort of and like Anna's like you said with Anna, it's the same thing. Like she's like right, they need to work this out by themselves. They need to understand that they all want the same thing they're just looking at out in different ways.
1: Yeah. That's what I was saying. Anna did want to go down to the ring, but take on, he yeah. specifically held her back and just
0: went but, but They need to, it. they need to they you can't fix this for them. Like they need to fix it for themselves. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's the little things.
0: Um, so yeah, next up we've got Tony Blanchard backstage. But she said that everyone just saw the value of leadership. Presumably in the in the because obviously again they were, they were presenting during the tag match that obviously the Dark Order had this sort of like lack of focus, whereas the pinnacle were on the same page and that's what made it easy for them to get the win. So to the branch was like, yeah. ah yeah, it's saw the advice, saw what happens when you know you've got someone pulling the strings and someone knows what they're doing. Yeah, and then just randomly just calls out Sting. Um basically said he's been making a living off of us and called mm-hmm. out uh and called for um, Sean Spears to fight Darby on.
1: Don't don't do other company things and what, totally have what doing. marquee old men matches. Don't do it. We don't Tully and Tully and that six man tag like six months ago was all he needed. That, yeah. We don't want a one on one.
0: I mean, you think if the way to do it, if you did do it would be to do um, a tag match.
1: Yeah, like keep them both.
0: As heavy as last time, it worked. Let Darby and Spears do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, it worked last yeah. time, with tally. So. Um, so, yeah, but next up, we get a little, a little update with Pilman and Griff Garrison. They're in the trainer's room. Griff's getting like seen to because Wardlow like, knocked him the fuck out. Yeah, and much. Um, He basically says that you went to Tony and got himself a match with MGF at Arthur Ashe. And then they're doing this <laughs> the acclaim come in is it, I can't remember is, is it Castro or bones he just like throws a bag of ice in his face
1: yeah do you, do you know how he's got like a busted like tie and he's got a nice pack on it Well, the other one just gets a nice pack launched at the eye yeah <laughs> so uh, he's now got two fucked eyes
0: <laughs> and one of them has got a, boat, like a bouquet of flowers that they give to Pillman yeah oh fuck me so Max Cass said that uh, he also went to Tony Khan and him and Pillman have a match this Friday on Rampage. Yeah. As they, as they leave, well, um, Pillman just launches the roses at the floor and they just explode.
1: Yeah, they all just shatter. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the whole giving Pillman something to do in his hometown. Uh, I think that's what we noticed a couple of weeks back. I can't remember who it was. Sammy whoever's is. in, the, Sammy and Houston, yeah. I think whoever's in their hometown gets like, a sort of storyline for
0: the week. Yeah, well, Tony, like, Tony Khan actually put up, like, a thing on Twitter this week and said, like, we, obviously the stars won't always align the way they do, but he said it's really nice to be able to give someone a big match and a big moment in their hometown. Yeah, I, I mean, it works. Yeah. But then there's
1: also other things that don't work for me with that. But we'll speak about that
0: later. That's right, OK. Um, so next up, we've got Tony in the ring, and he brings out the Elite. All the elite come out except Adam Cole. And Yeah. Then so well, Don Callis grabbed, Well, because he wanted to do a big entrance by himself, isn't it?
1: It's all about the boom.
0: Well, first of all, Don Callis grabs the mic off Tony and says that Kenny Omega is number one in the PWI five hundred. He uh, said that all that was all about Kenny Omega, he's the best of business. Yeah, the books. It, 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 weirdly he mentions the book of the tag match and says that it was the best tag team match of all time. Um, doesn't mention about the result. Doesn't talk about that.
1: <laughs> no, don't worry about it.
0: Fine, don't worry about it. Um, and then Nick said they got their best friend back, and Adam Cole's music hits. It's all about the boom.
1: He needs a right. He needs a better boom when he's on the apron, though. Is this year? Because it doesn't quite work. Because it goes. It's all about the boom. He still smiles into the camera, and then when it does a guitar riff, he goes. Boom, like weirdly in the middle of it. So he could have done it then, but then he just smiles and then he does it like 10 seconds later. He he needs an actual boom to... A boom like in the... On apron. On the apron,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think I'll work on that. Um, So Cole gets in the ring, takes the mic, said it's time for story time with Adam Cole. baby. And then I, I like this little detail. So first of all, he gets up in Tony's face. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's like,
0: "Yeah, I know you and Brit are friends, but if you look at it the wrong way, I'll bat you." Basically.
1: I mean, you didn't. You don't think about it until it happens, and then you're go, like,
0: "Oh yeah, they're going out, ain't they?" <laughs> and it was a really, it was a really clever idea as well because, like, obviously Adam Cole's really over; everyone loves him. Yeah. And you want him to be a heel, so the quickest way to do that is have him go off on Tony, who everyone loves. Yeah,
1: but then. This is where the crowd are funny because every time Adam Cole says something, the crowd don't know whether to boo or cheer because he's a dick, but we but, love him. But he's Adam Cole. <laughs> but he's Adam Cole.
0: <laughs> uh, he then tells Tony to get out of his ring um, which and then calls him a nerd several times. It's funny because, you know, Adam Cole's a massive nerd himself yeah exactly <laughs> he's like full time twitch streamer zelda <laughs> fan like big nintendo <laughs> fanboy
1: <laughs> nerd <No. laughs> called
0: tony sharoni you know one of the most beloved men in pro wrestling <laughs> the nerd <laughs> um, which was, it was a really good set i really enjoyed it tony really sold it like he was like really upset as well yeah he looked He looked yeah. like a kid who just like been told he wasn't getting a puppy and then got like you know a sack of coal like thrown in his face instead Oh uh, yeah, so, so he cuts he cuts a little promo um basically saying the elite are complete. Um cole said he's main evented for fourteen years and AEW's the greatest company in the world. Um the audience should be thanking the elite. And next week he's gonna make his ring debut. Uh Kenny takes over and says that, you know, now he's going to try to talk because he was he, he all out. He got interrupted he hates interruptions. but uh, I see him on cue. as soon as he says that. Flight of the Valkyries hits.
1: Yeah, the, the, I am still not a fan of this remix. Oh, it's I fucking, weird! I fucking love it. It's so weird a, and
0: a tra- trap remix of Flight of the Valkyries. It
1: doesn't it doesn't suit him though. Like he just comes out to it and Mr. Vegan Friendly doesn't it do yeah, game
0: for electric? Vegan you know, a moment. Ah, oh, you- <laughs> he's the elite for breakfast now. You- <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I,
1: I, I like that he's here. I'm not arguing that. Let's change your music, please.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so Fight for those I, I quite like this. So Brian comes out, and like Kenny basically says to the elite right? Like, he, he offers him a bit of respect here. Like, there's this clearly even though the Kenny's a shitbag heel, there's clearly like. The, then this puts Brian over used. Like Kenny's like offers him respect. He's like he parlies with him. He he, he gets the out the ring, he says to Brian, like, in you come, it's fine, I'm not gonna hit you. Yeah.
2: He
0: offers him like he offers him that respect, that sort of one for one. Like which is really nice. Um and then basically Danielson's like, Yeah, do, do you wanna see us fight? And the crowd go nuts because obviously it's a yeah. It's, yes, pro- it's a it's yes. a proper it's a proper dream match.
1: Yeah yes 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 you know that chant that got over yeah Yeah.
0: Um, and then he basically says that Kenny's scared to take the match because you know Brian's better he says to Kenny you're not on my level which Just... is <sighs> we want to find that out don't we
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like... I-, I am all for this <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then Danielson's
1: gonna have to take the loss
0: yeah but, yeah, but they, can fuck it. they can do fuckery it's fine
1: uh, to be fair, Danielson's like used to losing
0: in other companies anyway, so it's like, yeah, they'll, they'll protect each somehow. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, they'll, they'll keep
0: him looking strong. So. Um, Danielson locks in again. What commentary called an armbar?
1: did they? They call yeah. it an armbar?
0: Yeah. Fucking hell! Oh, yeah. someone—they just didn't get the they didn't get the cheat sheet this week, did they? With all the moves on.
1: What's the non, the label lock? Well, was the, like... it was
0: in the, on the, indies it was the car mutilation.
1: What was it just that? Was yeah. it just a cross face it was a car mutilation? I think so. All right, okay.
0: Well, they call it an arm bar in, <laughs> on, on this for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so he locks Kenny in the, in the car mutilation. The elite run into it, save. I love this. So, like, they run in on it. They're all. But like they're all like, all like four guys are beating on him, cut the spray him in the face with like the, the spray, and he yeah. still keep, he still keeps the submission on for like a good three or four seconds.
1: I mean, that's that's one way to stop like the cold spray hurting you is close your eyes.
0: <laughs> but it, t- it takes like four guys, like five seconds to get him off of Kenny. Yeah. Like he is he is like cinched in. Um eventually they 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 well, I don't want to say they pull him off, but you know, they, they remove him from Kenny and um they stop beating on him. Um, and then Christian and Jurassic Express run into it to save. Kaz appears at some point, they don't announce him some he just appears at some point out of nowhere.
1: So it's not the cattle mutilation, I don't think it was. So is it the little bell lock? It- well, I don't. I assume it's a label lock because they changed it to yes. This is, what this, this
0: is what they call the yes lock in WWE?
1: Yes, that was the label lock before they called it the yes lock. Yeah. Okay. Um, the cattle mutilation's the one where he's got he's got them in like a chicken wing, like on the floor, face down. But Brian's like flipped himself over as well. So Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's. That's what the cattle mutilation is. It's yeah, yeah, like, it's like
0: it's like I know what you mean. It's like it's like an STF, except he's got the arms.
1: Like a reverse butterfly. Yeah. weird thing. But it's like in like yeah. an STF, You
0: like reach your back like it's an STF, isn't it? And he's like yeah, yeah, Aye. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um. So yeah, so yeah, elite the belt in and they pull him off. Um. Christian dress express. Kazarian all make the save. Kazarian just sort of sneaks in at some point, which is quite nice because he gets in Adam Cole's face. The elite hunter. Elite Hunter-Kazarian and then, well he's about, to get, he's about to get his face last shutted off next week by uh, Adam Cole because no way Adam Cole's doing the J-O-B in his first match he's going to watch the Panama Sunrise baby let's go <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah so they chased him off and yeah the, the face stand tall. it's nice to see like Brian Danielson coming in and being like the X Factor which has gone from the elite standing tall to like the elite running scared yeah I, 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 but that's
1: like the biggest Barcy and Punk,
0: obviously. Yeah, like, I think I think this is the biggest name they've signed. Like, bar... I mean, yeah, because like I mean, sure you will. Well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to put your put your devil's hat, your hat on, Punk's been retired for seven years. Adam Cole was from NXT. Brian yeah. Danielson was in the main event of this year's WrestleMania. Exactly. And now he's in AW. <laughs> and that's that'd, cool. be like, that, that'd be like that'd be effect- like less than six
1: months, by the way. Less that'd that'd
0: be like effectively. Orange Cassidy signing for WWE in, like, three months' time. Yeah. I think you can go
1: higher than Orange. I mean, mean,
0: he was in a triple threat match for the title a couple of months ago, and, you know, that would be, like, the similar sort of... Probably higher than that, probably, like... Yeah, because it was... was, I mean, it felt... It was weird that... I mean, I'm not going to talk about WrestleMania, but it felt weird that he was in that match anyway, but... Yeah, but still, right. we have a WrestleMania main event from 2021. Now, he could potentially challenge theoretically Brian Danielson in the same calendar year, could challenge for the WWE Universal Championship and the AW World title in exactly. the same year. To, to... <laughs> oh, it's happening! That's that mental, dope. that is so so crazy.
1: Cody, ain't got no record like that, does he? <laughs>
0: So speaking of crazy, um, we're going to move to the main event now, and we have. I I have one note for this because I thoroughly enjoyed this match so much I just couldn't write notes for. <laughs> yep, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I, so this is this is of, mo- before we get into it, this is of course John Moxie versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Moxie gets the well, first of all. We'll, we'll discuss the slight um, criticism is that they cut Minoru Suzuki's music up too early and we didn't get my, cool my
1: one note. My one note is no Kazi ninari, what the fuck. Yeah, It would make sense if he didn't have that music or something due to copyright or something. But it's the fact they've got the music and everyone's clapping along and ever like, like you're meant to do with the song. And he gets to, what, just before he goes in the ring? So yeah. we're almost there at that point with the song. And then it just cuts. It's like, what are you it's,
0: doing? Which just made, like, even more perplexing by the fact that they sort of like felt like they had like a bit of dead time at the end of the show because they spent yeah. like three minutes of mocks just repeatedly celebrating in the crowd. Uh,
1: I know you, you run, you run, which, about which, which was great,
0: which was great to see, but you could have cut a minute off that and stuck it on Suzuki's entrance easy.
1: Yeah,
0: right. this hometown thing, isn't you know, This is, is yeah, you but know, this is Minoru Suzuki in AW for the first time ever,
1: exactly. Forbidden Doors tasty.
0: This is the one we wanted. This is like this is the match people bitch about not getting when we got Kojima. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh but oh wow. Well. Anyway, it's, so moving on to uh, the match. I mean, yeah. what you say about it? it? was if I said to you, John Mox, he's gonna fight Minoru Suzuki for nine minutes, this is exactly was what you expect to see. Yeah.
1: It was definitely a fight.
0: <laughs> I loved it at the start. At the start, they, they start off like they did at uh, the pay-per-view looks like elbowing each other in the face, like forearms. And then at one point it's like Mox like staggers Suzuki back into the ropes and he sort of like just stands up and laughs a bit and then hits him with a pump kick. Suzuki's evil. <laughs> oh, it gets me every time. I and then, love he just, it. then he just kicks Mox's face <laughs> off. Then Mox, Mox staggers back hits him with a pump kick. Uh, and yeah, oh. it, I mean, it's got everything. Like they're raking each other's eyes, they're biting each other.
1: Yeah, there, there's nothing spectacular in this match, but it's physical as fuck.
0: It's just, the, the <laughs> stiff, it's just two men stiffing the shit out of each other.
1: Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's good, but it's rough. I love it.
0: Yeah, so they go back, Suzuki tries, he puts a sleeper on, tries to hit the power driver. Um, it was a bit like Moxie, just lariates the piss out of Suzuki, and then tries to pin him, but he gets a one count. Yeah, a one. A one. <laughs> Yeah. then um, Moxie hits Suzuki with a paradigm shift and like legitimately cuts the shit out of his face
1: yeah I, I don't know how he'd done that
0: but I think it was just yeah. I think it was, he must just dropped them like a bit, a bit hard on the first paradigm shift because he comes up and it's a beautiful visual he comes up and like literally he's got a cut like above his eyebrow and like the yeah. whole half of his face is just covered in blood yeah, I had like to get his... seven stitches after. Yeah, he, he like wipes the blood like out of his eye and like licks his he hand. Actually, licks it.
1: The fucking, you can't do that during COVID, mate. Come on.
0: It's <laughs> own blood. Would... It's his own blood. It's fine.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Hope Mox got a... got an injection in his ass after this one. I... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He like, rubs yeah. he his blood on Mox's chest.
1: Yeah, that was it. The only issue I have with the match is the paradigm shift at the very end. That was it. Oh, like the the suplex one, the, the suplex one that wasn't a paradigm shift. Yeah. yeah, he's
0: done that a few times. To be fair, I yes. don't know. If, I don't know if he just does it to protect the guy he's with because, like, it's probably much safer than like <laughs> dropping him straight on the head. Yeah, whilst having their like arms behind their back. <laughs> yeah, I don't forget he was Suzuki. At this but was just pissing blood everywhere.
1: Yeah. Suzuki's a hard bastard, he's fine
0: Don't worry yeah. about him um, So yeah, so Mox hits like He, he does That thing where he hits like two paradigm shifts He hits like one normal and then he goes for like the Normally he goes for like the high angle one where it's like a pile driver But it's, it's sometimes yeah. every now and then he just takes it I don't know if he just, if he just like, if he fucks it up And then he yeah. takes it too far and they, and they fall backwards I think it's genuinely just an over rotation Basically, yeah. I think that's all it is He just goes up with a bit too much salt and pepper And then they just like, they just like tip over as you take them over Yeah, just suplex it's fine, uh, yeah, that's it. Two, those are the two paradigm shifts are good for the win. Um, yeah, I mean, so a couple of people commented they thought this match was a bit short, but I mean, uh, it, it went nine minutes. I think
1: people were commenting that it was short because somebody's music got cut off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, nine, nine minutes for me was it, it was the perfect amount of time for for what they did.
1: How long do you want
0: them to like murder each other for likes? I mean, <laughs> you, you, you let Suzuki you punch you for nine minutes, and you'll see how short it feels,
1: exactly. But by the way, can I just say Moxley on the show was looking. He, I'm sure he grows every single week, like a reasonable size that is noticeable. He was looking jacked, like more than usual.
0: Yeah, um, I think we missed was a Moxley promo earlier, which I want to go back to because Moxley is like, he's looking bigger. He's also looking like scarier every week. He's getting to the point where he's like full psychopath deranged.
1: Yeah, the full fucking beard, the baldy head. The just it's like it's like the no um the no sleeve like jackets, yeah. the leather fucking the jackets. Leather yeah. It's it's a, there,
0: was, there was a bit in the promo earlier where like he's talking about Suzuki and like obviously being in Cincy, and he obviously he, he crimps Guns and Roses and he says, "Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die." What? A-
1: Hey, forbidden doors, There, eh? He's he's just slamming the doors on them the, on yeah. the head.
0: it's like, oh, when, when, Moxie, <laughs> when Moxie says he's going to kill someone in the ring, I I, I I really do, like a little part of me just believes it. Yeah,
1: if you're coming through that door, you're getting the door smacked off your head on the way through first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that was literally the primary cut, it was like, you're, you're coming for the forbidden door, I'm going to slam it in your face. Like,
1: Yeah. I,
0: I, I, I love this. I love this. Uh, this is this, this on the, on the Dammit Vince podcast. Like, I love how I like, just seeming just declared war on Japan.
1: I mean, I'm not going to argue with it <laughs> if it means more new Japan guys are coming through to fight Moxley.
0: Yeah, I love I'm it. just turn on. Can you just get all the new Japan guys you can? that I can have big fights with, please.
1: I, I know it's probably still a while away, but there, there's obviously still big, big names there. Obviously.
0: You've got to think the end game to all this is Moxley Tanahashi, don't you? If Tanahashi
1: keeps that title as well, and if do you reckon Mox get, gets his belt back, it depends on how traveling and things. the
0: unfortunate thing now is that it's all depending on COVID, isn't it? So like, yeah, I know, but. I know, I know the reason. Like, if, if, is, is, is Suzuki over here? Th- th- was this always planned, or did he just like decide to do this because COVID was fucking up Japan? Or-
1: well fuck no. He's got he's got a whole US turn, really. Yeah, he's, 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 he? safe, he's, he's safe for he's like like three for Yeah, that's mad. <laughs> Suzuki's just chilling in America with sock collection. <laughs> it's
0: great. Um yeah, so that's that's done. before we move on to Rampage, just run quickly through some highs and lows. Aaron Eh my high I think it has to
1: be that main event, to be honest. Yeah, eh. no, I know you
0: like murder grandad.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a fan of murder, Grandad. Moxley sometimes doesn't sell it for me, but against the right person, I'm all for it. Yeah, this is how uh, me, this is
0: how you use John Moxley, isn't it? To his to his, yeah. his
1: to his full potential. Exactly. I'm all for it. Uh, uh, my low, eh? I think it's just I, I could just say Jericho not being there after beating MJF on Sunday. But.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you that if you want it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll go over that. Okay. Really. Um, for a high, I'm gonna have the opener match. I think I have Laffy Um It was that. It was the old school shit that I really like. You just like two guys were just beating the piss out of each other. And very similar to the main event actually, except it was you know a little bit. A bit more technical and faster pace. A little bit more technical. Um but, uh, there were a lot of similarities. Um but yeah, I love I like I like to just Malachi Black It felt like Dustin Rhodes was like offering a, he, he was going to like war. He felt like he was going to, when he was going out, he felt like he knew he was headed out to die. Like there was something bad was about to happen, and he was just had to, he, he was he was he just got himself in this position now and he had to just get on with it. Yeah. And there was that sense of like doom and inevitability hanging over the whole match, which I really enjoyed from like a psychological point of view. He's a sheriff, mate. He's got to just take charge. Yeah, he's got to. You know, he's, he's got to stand up, even if he knows it's going to be his doom. The ch- I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed that whole the sort, the sort of um, sort of story told That's my psychological point. Uh, my low point, nothing specific. I think just the commentary being a bit weird. Um, felt like they were asked, yeah. if, 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 and because it, it was it was it felt so pronounced because uh, I don't know. You went on the All Out show, but me and Jay talked about how I thought the commentary, especially JR, was so good at All Out.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of moments for him to go, whoa, wasn't
0: there? I so. mean, he, he earned his JR money on Sunday yeah. like, with all the big calls he made and like the big moments. But I think you took taking Excalibur out the mix here. I mean, I know obviously the dude can go and get married, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But I don't think they quite got the balance of and the flow of the show.
1: And it I felt think they're,
0: that, they're that used to Excalibur being there. It shows how much heavy lifting he does on a weekly basis. Like when you see yeah. how hard it is from the character to sort of keep it flowing without him. I think I mean, don't, they didn't they didn't spoil the show for me and they did a perfectly okay job. It just coming from like a, a show where the commentary enhanced it so perfectly to go from that to one where it kind of took you out of it a little bit was, was a bit jarring. It could have been worse. We could have had Jericho replacing him, just shouting everything. <laughs> Yeah, right. So that is Dynamite. We'll move swiftly on to uh, Rampage, um, which I watched this morning. That's why I love Rampage, man. It's like so. It's it's an hour long. It is late on a Friday, which means I get to get up on a Saturday morning. I get to watch it while I'm having my breakfast. It's like it's like an adult version of Saturday morning cartoons. It's great. I
1: know. It's the first thing we watch on a Saturday morning. As soon as we're up out of bed, we don't even have breakfast. We just grab a drink and just sit for. 45 minutes of just,
0: just just grab a bottle of Bucky and get on with it
1: grab a bottle of Bucky <laughs> Bucky and Iron Brew get the Bucky bombs on the go <laughs> uh,
0: it's great though like I said it's, it's just it's it's so refreshing it's so easy to watch um, it's fast becoming my favourite part of the week it's just Saturday mornings chill out stick a bit of Rampage on I was saying I- apparently
1: on the other show that happens on a Friday night, a demon came back and a beast came back again.
0: Cool. I mean, <laughs> that's, all, that's all well and good, but is it Pac versus Andrade or Lidl?
1: Is, Exactly.
0: Is it Pac versus Andrade starting the show? <laughs> and I like this. Obviously, Rampage, a different show, it airs later. So it is at like 10pm yeah. US time. So they It's basically... literally
1: on straight after. Smart so
0: Man. Yeah, so they basically front load it with like the hot match or the hot pit straight away. Yeah. So like we've had Kenny V Christian, we've had Punk, now we've got Pac V Andrade, which is like a this displays pay per view match. Um, so interestingly, we've got JR, Taz, Mark Henry, and Tony on commentary this week. Yeah,
1: there's just
0: no Jericho, no, no Excalibur. Obviously, this was taped the same day as Dynamite.
1: Yes, because even on commentary, they go, um, "I think it's Taz." It goes. Uh, Excalibur, as you can hear, is still not here. It's a long ass waiting. Three days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Taz. He's never, never change. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing that was a little not upsetting, but it sort of took away from the big fight feel here, is they basically had Pac and Andrade already in the ring. They did the end just before the show
1: started. Yeah, I, I didn't get that at all. I, mean, I get,
0: I get the times at a premium. You know, it's a, it's a, They've only got like. There's no picture in picture, here either, So they only got like 40 odd minutes to do the show.
1: I mean, you like, be be being realistic, you did not need that. Call Danielson promo later on.
0: I mean, it was it was <laughs> fine, but yeah, they you, did. You uh, didn't need it. To be fair, they t- Tony Tony Colin put it on Twitter. Apparently, they did have the entrances on like YouTube or something, so like so you could watch them before the show started.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So right, they did. Okay. They, I mean, it, it's just it's just fine, but like I didn't see that until like half 12 today, and I watched it like. 10 in the morning. So you, yeah. know, you know, it didn't help me. But whatever, it's fine. Um
1: before before you get into the match, why is Pac's abs yellow?
0: Why is pack watching?
1: Why is Pax uh, why is Pac's Pack yellow? Did you not did you not see it, it was like bright yellow like properly? Like you had ammonia or something in his belly. Oh no. It, it was like weirdly yellow. It wasn't even like fake tan, orangey. It was just weird. I don't know. If you go back and watch it and fight, and just look at his abs, I think there's a tiny bit in his neck, but his abs are noticeable as well. It's like a weird, horrible yellowy color
0: compared to the rest of his body. Anyway, fair enough. I didn't notice that. I'll uh, I'll have another look. Um, But getting into the match, oh baby, what a match!
1: Yeah, like, so, sorry, what a match, yeah, I
0: <laughs> This was, yeah, it went. I think it went on oh, 17 minutes. Um... C-
1: can I just say, I've got a page and a quarter of notes, and I think two thirds of one page is just this match. Okay, well, <laughs> let's get into it then. A lot happened. <laughs> oh, it's just, there's a lot of spots, obviously, I think you expect from an andrade Pat match. Yeah. Like,
0: there was nothing bad about this at all. There's a lot of stuff I really loved here. Um, a lot of people who, apparently based on one match that Andrade had against Matt Seidel, said that Andrade's done. He's he's cracked. He's, he's well, passed it. Right. I, I said on that match... No, I, I'm right. not talking about you. I'm talking about the internet, by the no, way. No, I, I know.
1: But I, I, I said on that match that... I, I was never a big fan of Andrade after NXT, like when he went to main roster, because he did die a bit, like his yeah. character did slowly imperish over time. Um, and in that match with Matt Matt it wasn't the greatest. We all know that. And I said, "Oh, I don't want it to be like Christian again. I don't want to just be bored because he's had shape matches. He's dull. Yet." Like, this match saved it for me. Saved Andrade El Idolo, the character, for me. Yeah. I think this was the match where he had to pull it out, especially against Pac. But this this match shows why AEW signed him.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much good shit in this match. Uh, early on, they're on the outside, and Pac just hoops Andrade into a barrier. And Andrade nearly kills about three kids on the other side and you see him like great character and he has to apologize to them. He's like puts his hand up and he's like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Did
1: I kick you? Sorry.
0: <laughs> we're, like we're, like no you, you like you nearly went you nearly set the barrier like into some guys' kids and like you have to be like I'm really sorry guys. Um <laughs> which was a nice oh, little man. nice little wholesome moment in the middle of this like murder fest. Um there was a nice bit where um Pat Andrade had Pat like draped on the apron over the rope, sorry, like a 6.9 position, and then he jumped over the ropes and DDT'd on the apron. Yeah, it was like a tornado DDT on the apron. It was great. Yeah, it looked, looked so cool. Then immediately after that, so pack roll onto the floor so like nurse yeah, his broken body, <laughs> and um, Andrade hit like a corkscrew dive off the terminal over the ropes to the outside.
1: Yeah, it was literally. It was like the, literally the springboard from the middle. Like you would do a line, so like Jericho would do a line.
0: So yeah, like, but you went like instead of going like backwards, you went like directly out of the ring.
1: Like Christian used to do that dive where it was like that, but it was just like a crossbody over. Yeah, this,
0: this had a twist in it. Yeah, he was like doing a corkscrew <laughs> at the same time. It was nuts. <laughs> Um, there was so much good shit and then after this they go back in the ring they both end up on the top rope um, Pac sort of ends up getting his leg caught in the ropes and he's sort of dangling like, to the outside and Andrade hits a double stomp to the outside off uh, the top turnbuckle I
1: I have issues with these double stomps because there was another guy, we won't name him who done it in WWE a lot that isn't Andrade, who's a complete belly and utter toss pot um, but he done it and they would used to have to sit there for about a solid minute whilst they, like, get up and set up. So you've just got the guy just holding on to the top rope going, right, come on, stomp on me. I'm waiting on you. Come on. And it always looks shitty, but this is how you should do it if you're doing it, is just try have – Pac was obviously taking the stomp, so he's, like, trying to, like, muck about, get back up, but his hands are getting pushed away, and he's getting pushed back down constantly whilst Andrade's climbing up. Yeah, that's how you should do. It. And it then, it so the, the way they cool. set this
0: up is like, and uh, packs like, like, he's like lying with his head pointing down to the floor. You yeah, like, like get, a tree to, of war. Yeah, but is, then to get to get yeah. back up, he has to like sit up. Yeah, to grab the rope, to grab the thermal. and as he sits up, Andrade just comes off and clacks him in the chest. That's it. And Pac doesn't stay still; he constantly moves. Yeah, and Andrade is constantly swiping him. Yeah, away. while, while like while the while they're working the spot, and while Andrade is getting in position, while he's getting his balance, like you say, he's, he's slapping Pack's hands away. Pack's like he's struggling and like he's moving, trying to move his legs, and he's like, yeah, they 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 solved this so well.
1: That's it. I it I I used to hear that move because they would always just sit there, and it would just be like, that like you could just
0: let like go. Fact they if go they back to it. To they go back to it later in the match to the same spot, and but this time, Pack baits it. So he, he he literally sits himself up and presents himself for Andrade to do it. And then yeah. as he does it, he, he sits back down again. So Androdi He, he learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah. So he baits it out of him this time. He doesn't. He doesn't try and like get up straight away. He, he waits for the move to come, makes Andrade miss, and then climbs himself back up.
1: Yeah, I was saying it's it's stuff like that. Like make it look like it's meant to work. You're not just waiting on a spot. Yeah. I'm that I am saying now was enjoy young bucks and which i bros matches, but it's fine.
0: I mean it was it was really good fun. Um everything about this was great. a bit where Andrade's... Um, again a lot of this match happened like either outside the ring or on the top thermal. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, it's, and it's it's lovely because that's where the that's where the, the scary stuff happens. Um, yeah. Andrade's got pack up like a, almost like a one-winged angel position. And then he, he sort of like whips him round like real quick, like he's gonna hit like yeah. a power bump, and then pack his around as him well, like instinctively.
1: They, they called it the Muta Rhino right as well.
0: Yeah. So I don't I
1: don't know if the great Muta done something similar. Or they what. they
0: made they made a, a reference earlier to um Andrade climbing the ropes like the Muta. Um with like that sort of like quick like Yeah, focus. jumping up. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. when he hit that was when he hit that lovely split like up. Yeah, that that was that was weird. It was lovely just because it was fast. He just dropped. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't like Rob Van Damme does it and he like jumps up and like sort of floats down. But he, Roddy, he springs and, off it. Yeah. And Roddy literally just sat down like really quickly <laughs> and like use. It must have been really scary to do because you have to get your balance perfect so that you flip the right yeah. way. He literally just let himself bounce off the top rope and like trusted that he'd fall the right way
1: it was horrible to watch when you watched it the first time like
0: oh shit I mean obviously he's confident that he can do it properly but he, you know yeah. if he hits that wrong he's going off like a sideways weird angle or not it will look real horrible he's hitting the mat full pelt on like his shoulder or something yeah so <laughs> and, he, and he, he has to make because obviously he just like he doesn't have a lot of space to rotate around because he's literally got the space of the turnbuckle yeah. So he hits the he hits the top of the thermoc, and he has to get his head all the way clear of Pack's body, and Pack had to be really close to him as well to, yeah. the, to the ropes to like because he doesn't have much like the, he doesn't have much horizontal movement like out. But it, I mean, it looked amazing. It looked so cool.
1: Well, once you realised it was men, yeah,
0: it was yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit later, um, Pack went for a sunset flip powerbomb to the outside. That was just before the second trio spot. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, after that, after the fake out, uh, pack it the eye armor and Rinsalt to the outside. Don't giggle that.
1: Don't giggle that. Uh, yeah. Don't giggle that. No. That. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was beautiful for me. And anytime you see pack on the top rope, it's a good time, isn't it? So,
1: Yeah. He, he, the thing is, there's a point where he goes over the rope and he does like the little corkscrew over, like on Andrade. Yeah. Like, that, he floated down to the ground on that one. Yeah,
0: if, if, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's easy to forget. The pack's, like, one of the best high flyers in the world. <laughs>
1: so, some people would call him king of the cruiserweights. I'm Definitely like
0: the not a cruiserweight
1: maybe. anymore. <laughs> 206 pounds, mate.
0: Yeah, 206 pounds, yeah. I love, I love how he's still announced 206 pounds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just to emphasize that he's not 205. <laughs>
0: Uh, following the moon salty rolls Android back in the ring hits an absolutely beautiful 450
1: yeah perfection
0: like i mean it's, it's, pull London, eat your heart out. there's no there's no words it's just it's just absolutely sexual um uh, yeah um then he's looking for the black arrow Andrade sort of gets him and cuts him off uh, they have a little back and forth. Pack locks in the brutalizer.
1: Obviously, so you, get the, you get the crucifix bomb first, and then yeah, the, hits the brutalizer. Crucifix bomb,
0: yeah. And then the locks in the brutalizer. Because Andrade's, oh, Andrade's looking for um, the hammer lock, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, yeah, pack locks in the crucifix. Um, what do you counter? Because uh, Andrade has a weapon like the. Like, if he's, he's going to do something, he's got him in a fireman's carry, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he hits the crucifix bomb, and then I think he gets up, and then there's a whole. He hits, goes for the hammer lot, and then there's the shoulder barging into the corner.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but before he, before, in, he, yeah. before he hits the crucifix bomb, um, Andrade's got pack up in a fireman's carry, like he's going to do something. Yeah. Uh, that you don't quite see what he's going for. Um, so, yeah, as, as Andrade's in the brutalizer, uh, Andrade's assistant gets up, and he's got a taser for some reason. And he's just sort of waving a taser around.
1: Yeah. court. Courtney asked me about this guy.
0: Who was he again? He was like an accountant or something. He's just, he, he just his assistant. He was the guy who had assistant. The con- he was, was the guy, the guy who had the contract that like, they gave to PAC for the match, yeah. like the big phone yeah. book style contract. He was the first guy. He was here before Chavo he, When he came out with Vicky for his first match, he was the guy who um, Andrade handed his suit to as he was getting dressed on the way to the ring. Yeah, it's just he's it. just, just his like lackey, basically. This is like it's like his PA, basically
1: his young boy
0: yeah <laughs> um, so as, as he's, like waving his, he's waving his taser around the referees they start trying to get him out of the Uh for phoenix come out and um, start doing murder on him but as that's happening Chara um, runs in Pac's still got the brutalizer locked on Andrade. um Traver comes in and just nails Pac with an iPad with uh, the assistant's iPad yeah yeah um, I got
1: asked like, "What? What's that iPad from?
0: Like, what? Why has he got an iPad?" I was like, "I'm sure it's his assistant." If I remember yeah. rightly, like. she must have handed it to to Charver before he got his, yeah. his taser out. And that's that gives Andrade the opening to just get the pin and pick up the win. Well, obviously, he he steals it. He gets the dirty win. He gets the dirty win. He's not happy about it though. So after the match, yeah, they're out on the rope, they on the ramp, and um, basically, him and Charvet are talking. And you you sort of works out what's happened, but then you just nails Chavo. No, I think this is
1: a bit obvious to see what's coming next. We, um, we intensifies. I, I think Woo noises intensifies. Yes, I think we're getting Space Nature Boy
0: Space Mountain intensifies. Uh, yeah,
1: you, we knew it was coming at some point. We're going to bend Chavo off. I think.
0: But I so suppose that, the whole point of this was that the sort of assumption is that Andrade wanted this to be a clean win, he wanted to prove himself yes, yes. And he wanted to and prove
1: it. he wanted to prove that he belonged here, he was um, so
0: he, he's going to address this by lining himself with someone who's an even more prolific cheater in Rippler
1: wheeling, cheating uh, dirtiest
0: player in the game That is played in the game, whining and dining right. oldest line, Oldest ride in the park, still got the longest line <laughs> Etc. Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean, this match absolutely fucked, didn't it? It was, it was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, this that, that should have been main event, right? Well, it was. Uh, like, I'd argue that the, the first match on Rampage is the main event now because of the time stop. Like, don't forget, the, the, nearly eleven o'clock. But the time the main event rolls around in America. I think you put this on first because you want this is where you, this is your pre, your premium slot on this show. It's straight off the bat. It's ten o'clock on a Friday night.
1: Then what? Everyone just switches off after this and goes.
0: Uh... I think a lot of people do switch off after the after the first bit of rampage. A lot of people did when CM Punk came out. Uh, That's
1: different, though. Come on. But I think even, I think even... I
0: think yeah, I think if you, if you go back and you look at the quarter hours on Rampage, I think you will consistently find you'll get your biggest sh- your biggest quarter will be your first or second. Right, AEW
1: CM Punk's different because it's AEW. You'd have fucking people that hate them watching it. To see what happens.
0: Um, yeah, but don't, forget, but don't forget this. Don't forget, this is it. This is at the start at 10 p.m. in America on the East Coast. My heart aches for them. I really don't. <laughs> no, but you know yeah, what I mean? I, in, I terms, in, terms of, in, terms, in terms of attracting yeah. a casual audience, you can't yeah. expect people to watch late at night.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like you say, it, it starts immediately after SmackDown. So if you've just watched yeah. SmackDown and you think, oh, I want to watch some more wrestling no, I'll put Dynamite on. Yeah, I'll put Rampage on. You've got to give them the big mass straight away.
1: Uh, I, I suppose I get very common. I but it just makes the rest of the show a bit
0: meh. I I disagree. I think it's it's quite nice because you have like the big match and then you have like a half hour like sort of just sharp come down afterwards of all the other stuff. Like I don't think you need to necessarily have every show ending with the big thing. Like you can start with the big thing and then just have it end with like something nice, like we got this we got at the end of this show. We just got Mox and Pillman celebrating, and you know, which was just fine. Yeah, if you're from that. Yeah, but it was it was just a nice feel good moment at the end, wasn't it? <laughs> it was ah, I now, you might, you was might find it, it it's you might find it be slightly different on like a go home show before the pay per yeah. but
1: this 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 is the issue I think is because they're not doing house shows or that. This is basically their what they do is they'll do the whole thing in one day. Was it Dark Rampage and Dynamite? Yeah, every show.
0: Yeah, it's not dark. It's elevated. If you are dark, alive, Dark's gonna be in a studio now from next week. Oh, so it's dark elevation you get before. It'll be elevation, dynamite. it'll be dynamite, and it'll be rampage. Yeah.
1: So so basically you're there
0: for six hours. Right. Like, oh, five. <laughs> two, no, four. Four. Like dynamite's two, rampage is one, and elevation is one. What's like dark one-ish. elevation? Elevation like an hour. No, like okay,
1: that's nope two by then. So four hours. Um, but I I think as I say I think with rampage like. Obviously, what happens later, I think this is the whole thing with the hometown thing, right? Is it's a house show, so you want the hometown thing at the end, and it's it's not really great for TV, but it's
0: yeah, yeah. Right. But like I guess you you have to put the big TV modes, the, the big TV yeah. at the start to get people to hook people in. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so moving on. Um, next up, we get Darby Allen coming down um, with Sting and. This is like the first time. This is the most we've heard Darby talking quite well, like in the ring. Yeah, without
1: Daddy Sting taking
0: over. Yeah, I like to you call Sean Spears a generic piece of shit. He's mid. He's mid. <laughs> um, he's mid, and he said he's nothing without Tully. Um, and Sting says about like obviously yeah, Tully called him out last week and saying that he was like living like through other people. And he mentions the how Tully is basically written on the coattails of Ric Flair, for example.
1: Oh, he loves the numbers game. Game, oh, aye. Because Sting was always on the like. It's the just, it, it's just interesting.
0: Like immediately after the previous segment, of the first thing you hear is Sting saying Ric Flair and other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just get just get Rick's name straight in there. It, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It, it's happening. And then I like this. So Tony comes out and he basically just starts like jaw dropping. He just he's just he's just killing clock and he um. And as he's doing that, Sean Spear just sneaks out and, and live, just kills Derby. Yeah. Yeah. And then as it's happening, Tolly's uh, Tully's like, oh, oh Sting, look out. What what's happening to your boy? And I thought he's getting annihilated on the outside. And then Sting starts running off. And yeah, I liked it. It was like um it's it's very Tolly Blanchard. It's it's how he how he works, isn't it? It's all misdirection and and like sort of um taking advantage distraction, of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. distraction and shit like that. So yeah, that was that was fun.
1: It worked, I'm all for it. I just, I'm not looking forward to whatever the end result
0: is. If, if it's a tag match, <laughs> it'll be fine. Don't worry about it, it'll
1: be fine if it's a time match. But I'm
0: uh, not gonna put them in a singles match together, mate. Surely, you
1: already said one on one, mate. That's yeah,
0: it. Sting, sting. I don't think Sting
1: would want to go one on one. AEW doesn't go back on things they say, never. That's the issue. It's time for everything, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: so next up then you've got a little promo, a little picture, like a sort of pre-taped Adam Cole promo um for the camera. He basically says, um, talking about the elite, he says he trusts Kenny Omega in the old books with his life and they trust him, which is totally not ominous.
1: No, not not ominous at all. But again, Adam Cole
0: says things, that no mention of the good brothers whatsoever. No. <laughs> He um, says Brian Danielson and Christy Cage are special, but they you know if they think they can keep up with guys like him, they're wrong. And Brian Danielson appears on, on camera. Um he's, going, he's only going after one member of the elite, and that's Kenny Omega. He's just waiting to get into the ring and wrestle, whether it ends up being against Kenny or anybody else. He's here because everyone is going to wrestle and he's game and ready to go. Oh This is just yes, yeah. this, this is just like stoking the fires now, isn't it? It's just like it's,
1: just not even against just give me Brian Danielson in a match like at the New York show just give me it it's his first match that's all I ask for just I, I don't who, who against I don't know like Carl Anderson I don't that know. Brian Danielson just deletes the Good Brothers
0: can't name like give me it I'm all for it oh well, Gallows is dangling a little bit look. <laughs> I mean, or start using the cattle mutilation again. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm really, so it's, it's just so much intrigue now. So obviously you've got CM Punks looking like he's sliding into a few of the teams. Has. That's fine. That'd be really good for Hobbs, Starks, or whatever. Um, you've got Danielson looking like he's working his way towards Kenny, whether or not he gets there quickly or not, or whether it takes a bit of time. You've got Adam Cole is probably going to be facing Jungle Boy down the line at some point. Yeah, or based on like their interaction.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he's got he's got he's got that whole like sort of second tier now of so if if like if you imagine this like sort of face loose faction that's coming, you've got Danielsons at the top end. Obviously, he's like the big guy, and he so you'll have him and yeah. Kenny sort of squaring off, and then you've got like Adam Cole and like Christian and Jungle Boy. You're in that sort of next level, just below. Yeah, they so can they can all have a big, a big load of fights, and yeah, it's it's just really good fun. I I, I want all of it like right now. Just,
1: uh, we're getting Adam Cole next week on Dynamite. Oh,
0: <laughs> let's go. And he's going to Panama Sunrise, Frankie Kazarian, all the way back to Tennessee. <laughs> all the way back to Impact Wrestling.
1: The Impact Zone. That's <laughs> that's Orlando, but
0: it's fine. Yeah, he's going to wake up the Impact Zone, which is probably down the, ro- down the road, where they'll be taping uh, Dark, to be fair.
1: There you go, Empire Zone. <laughs> it's, at
0: Universal, it's at Universal Studios, where they're going to be taping dark going forward. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, so speaking of big groups, next up we have a six-woman tag match. Uh, we have, obviously, the, the, basically the two the two factions that sort of formed last week. Well, they formed last week. We have Baker, Rebel, and Jimmy Hazer, versus the sort of alliance of Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander and Riho. Riho just shoved in there, closed in there, third woman. I mean, she, she did a fair whack in this tag
1: match. She took, she took, the hits. That's what she's good at. Mm. Yeah, she, she did bits. Yeah, no, Jamie Hater music though. Yeah, they, they,
0: they all come out. Well, they all, all, the, all the heels come out of Brubaker's music, and all the faces come out to Ruby Soho's music.
1: Yeah. So obviously,
0: well, this is I mean, this is all in service of the title matches. Yeah, place I, down there. I know. It's um, the build up. But... I like um I like just everyone wants to fist bump the best friends.
1: Yeah, not not even fist bump, just the orange.
0: Fucking late, lackadaisical. <laughs> I <bit laughs> <Quite, it> does <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. Um so yeah, Riho does a a lot of the work in terms of like she she's the one who gets like beaten on because she's a really good sympathetic baby voice and it's really fun. She, she's she's small. Yeah, she's small and um, Jimmy Hayes real thick, beat the piss out she, of her real convincingly. So they do that for a bit. Um so then Ruby Surfer gets a tag, she comes in hot. Um, yeah, there's a really weird double team where Ruby Soho picks up Riho. What's it? Or Chris Staten picks up Riho, and they just like she just like kicks Rebel in the chest like 10 times.
1: Oh, on the um, the like wheelbarrow pin sort of thing, no, she like Uh, yeah, like a backslider,
0: and Rebel just stood there like cartoon style and took it. Which was yeah. fun, but like a little bit weird. It,
1: it didn't make sense really, but sure,
0: yeah. It looked alright. It was rebels always fun like she does that. Um, yeah. Uh, Hater. I mean, I'd say in this match, Hater looked pretty good. I think everyone, except for like Rebel, who's just there to be a bit of a comedy jobber, looked alright. Yeah. But Baker didn't do a lot because this is the type of match where you don't make the jump and do an awful lot. You could have of yeah. sit there and look cool. Um, obviously, I mean, if you said to me, who's taking the pin in this match? If you didn't say Rebel, then, you know, you're an idiot. Exactly. Jamie Hayter, they got to try and make her look semi-strong. I've so. Jamie as much as they can, even though she's obviously going to have to get it's it's, it's it's tricky because, like, obviously, you need to make Ruby look like a legitimate contender, so she's got to beat people up. So you've got to sort of also keep Jamie Hayter looking like a bit of a threat. <laughs>
1: The is, with Ruby, I think for me it's just not
0: convincing. I
1: don't know what it is. It's
0: just not there for me. I mean, I give it until give it until, give it up to the title match. See what they do. See what Hayward do. Yeah. It,
1: like I'm not like going, oh, she was rubbish in WWE. She she can't
0: be good here. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Like, I know I'm what you mean. Just... Like she's coming in from like she's coming in at the ground level, and they've got to they've got to build her up.
1: Yeah, it's. To be fair, how many times have I said this about other people that
0: have came in whilst we do this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, like, this is. I think this is always a little bit of an issue when you have someone come in and win a battle royal immediately and put them on yeah. type of side, because like they haven't got any body of work in this company. Yeah. So you've got nothing to you've got nothing to think back to, and it's why AEW don't do this very often. Like they very rarely have someone come into a battle royal as a surprise and win it. Yeah. What they normally do is they'll have someone come in, they'll look good for like five minutes, and then someone will take them out, and that'll start a feud.
1: Yeah, or they just never show up again. Leo Rush, Mercedes Martinez. I mean,
0: Leo Rush <laughs> retired. Mercedes Martinez, Simon W.
1: Well, uh, retired, did he though? Because he seems to pop up an awful lot everywhere else. Well, he, he
0: might be coming back because Tony Khan's been talking to him. Very yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, he got. He, I mean, he literally ripped his knee in half. To be fair, so oh, did he? Like, right. okay. Yeah. In, like in that match.
1: Oh, I I don't recall that. Do he that hasn't. Match?
0: He hasn't wrestled since. Uh oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: um, so, at yeah. so, uh, all the matches that you always see on like Strong and stuff of him, all recorded because well, he yes. pops up, His name pops up an awful lot, uh, like,
2: like
1: on pre-
0: New I'm, Japan Strong. I'm, pr- and I'm stuff pretty sure he hasn't he hasn't wrestled since, um, since Double or Nothing. I'm a, I'm an investigator. Carry on. All right. Well, I'll go to the end of the match. So um, yeah, basically, Rebel takes the pin. She gets t- hit with a Pele kick. I'm doing the inverted kick, yeah. So the, the riot kick, or whatever it's called, the Soho kick.
1: It's not the same, but is it? no,
0: <laughs>
1: the, um, the riot kick makes sense,
0: but so yeah, they'll, they'll have to come up with a name for that, but I'm sure they will See, Um,
1: right, so so I'm here, right? So, are you, when, are you, are you here? Wait, wait, what
0: is it, double or nothing?
1: Was it the battle royal? Yeah, oh, like there May, we go. May so he's got. Like, four, six times his name, like six matches, he's showed up New Japan Strong after. Well, five in New Japan Strong, one in New Japan, but I think it's just the pay-per-view that they had, Resurgence, in UNC. So New oh, Japan yeah. Strong. That's what I'm saying, his name keeps popping up, so.
0: So when I miss his first match after um, double nothing?
1: What was his first
0: match? After the when was it? When, what was the gap between double or nothing and his first new? Literally game? two weeks. Oh, right, that must have been pre-recorded because he definitely fucked his nail.
1: But then his last match that's been aired was twenty-seventh of last month.
0: So that, that was the so paper literally paper. two weeks ago. Was, was that the pay per view? No, that was the middle of August. Right, because I, I think he come back to do because he said after all out he, or after double nothing he hurt his knee really bad and he said I'm gonna have to retire, but I'm gonna honor my, because you have New Japan dates commitments but said, yeah.
1: I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna honor my commitments to New Japan, and then that's it. Right.
1: Okay. Because I'm saying literally a month ago he fought Tom Lawler for the open weight
0: title. Yeah, I mean I think he, I think he's definitely I think we'll definitely see him back in AEW. Yeah, which, which should be be fun yeah
1: it's him, I, and Tony, and Tony, it. him and Tony
0: him and Tony you've been tweeting at each other it so there seems to be a lot of love and respect there
1: yeah so yeah I've seen him in GCW play times, and he's he's good <laughs> yeah he looked <laughs> like, great in the back row for what he did exactly like, I'm all for it yeah
0: alright so yeah so Rebel eats the pin off the off the pearly kick here and we move on to the main event um, so it's Brian Pum Universe Max Caster uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Max Caster's Retooled entrance, should we say?
1: Retooled, is that what you're calling it? Okay.
0: <laughs> well, I noticed interestingly, this is the first time he's ever come up first.
1: So there's, so, yeah. so there's no one
0: in the ring from Rapath?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's more because.
0: Is it because he's first?
1: I'd say it was because it was hometown. More than Maybe, home.
0: but it means that Brian Pilmer wasn't in the ring from Target. Yeah.
1: And, I mean he could have still targeted though. Nothing was yeah. going to stop.
0: Him. Well he, he just goes off on Cincy, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: A couple of references, he talks about um the he talks about Joe Burrow, He's gonna destroy his knee like Joe Burrow. And uh, Joe Burrow is the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback who, he was a rookie last season, and he was having a great season, about halfway through the season, because his offensive line was bad. Um, someone came through the middle and just murdered him in the middle of a game, and, like, wrecked me. Oh, shit. Right, okay. He, he missed the rest of the season. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, he
1: rhymed Daddy with Cincinnati. That was... Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I, I don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't even remember what his reference is, where i do it all. But. It was
0: it was very sport like sport based. Uh, was the one about the Cincinnati Reds as well, maybe? Yeah, they're sure. a, they're a, they're, a, they're a fairly bad baseball team. Right. Okay.
1: Right. Uh, and then, a, be- because it's like based on like US sport, it's just
0: over my head. we are in my world now, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, it's fine. You've got this one.
0: To <laughs> right, you do the UFC. I'll do old music and US sports. That's fine. That I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then he, he ends up about to say that Skyline chili tastes like shit. Um and which that was, is that brand again. That which right. is that infamous um chili that everyone loves in Cincinnati. Apparently serve it on pasta. Is it, wait, the
1: what, right. So it's just chili sauce. It's just chili. It's like
0: meat chili that comes it's in. Actual
1: like a can. chili in a tin. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And they just hover over
0: pasta. They serve over like spaghetti, yeah, like long spaghetti. Right, right, right Speak actual spaghetti as opposed
1: to pasta. That
0: makes more sense. Like spicy bolognese, basically. At this point, yeah, I, mean. I, yeah. I know what chili is. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, it's, it's similar to spaghetti yeah. bolognese, imagine, but like just spicier. So, yeah, just with bits in it. Yeah, sure. Um. So and but we just grabs the mic off him. And so this is when 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 obviously when when it all came out and Castor got himself in a bit of hot water the other week. Um. One of the things I said was, like, why don't, yeah, if, 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 if you want him to be edgy, but like not say horrible things, just go back to this gimmick where Bowens keeps grabbing the mic off him when he's about to cross the line. Yeah. And here we are, we're back to Bowens grabbing the mic off him. And I loved Bowens grabbed the mic off him. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Casta, you're on thin ice, mate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he actually goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone goes, whoa, with him, because you want it. And then he just goes, you're on thin ice. <laughs>
0: It's like well, well done. Okay, yeah. fair. <laughs> that, was, that was that was pretty good. Um, so then Pillman comes out. I loved Pillman's ring gear. Yes, yeah, so it looked quite
1: cool. So it was the Tigers' colour. It was Bengals' yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah. It was
0: just like Bengals' colors. It had, um, he had like his dad's logo on the back, like the Flying Brian on his on his ass. Yeah, it was like yeah, his dad. Yeah. It was like his dad's old gear, basically when he was Flying Brian. referenced it as well, obviously. Yeah, on which, it, looked, it looked super cool. Um, match was match was fine.
1: Yeah, it was all right. It was again. It's Pillman Jr.
0: and Caster. They're not yeah. bad. Pillman's so. Pillman's a serviceable babyface wrestler. Caster's yeah. fine in the ring. You like to see him get his ass beat because he's a bit of a prick. So, yeah. well, he's,
1: some people like to see his ass get kicked more since incidents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: um, this was all this was all decent. Uh, Pillman wins with a springboard clothesline. Which is
1: yeah. yeah, as I say, not a lot happens. Like you, you think Caster and Bowens would target Linda and stuff as well, but they didn't do much of that. I mean, they're they're in they the crowd
0: still. They. Obviously, it's the same it's the same crowd, so they're still. Like, but they've changed clothes. They're all wearing AW shirt now. Yeah, it's weird. Wonder if she wore that to the sure. hospital. What? Wonder if I Wonder if his um, sister wore that AW shirt to the hospital. I mean, I think. I don't
1: think the change of shirt would be the issue when you're in labor. Oh fuck it! No, but no, in, like in between. No, I'm saying in
0: between Dynamite and Dart and Rampage. They gave Pillman's family all AEW shirts to wear. Yeah. So they looked different What were they wearing before? Just regular clothes, whatever they came in. Right. Okay. Right. So I wonder if right. I wonder if Brittany kept the um, the AEW shirts on while she went as a labor, and I wonder if like I wonder if uh, Pillman's nephew was delivered. Well, if they came out all of the yeah, basically you know what I'm saying. You thought negative one was the youngest ever <laughs> signing <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan just outside the um, outside delivery room with a contract. <laughs> Fuck it, 20, oh, 21 years time that baby versus MJF. Do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, the fact that we're talking about this is another match. Tells you what you need to be the match. It was fine, not particularly memorable. It just did the trick. No, I've got no
1: notes on this match. It was, it was, it was just
0: serviceable. Uh, you have to say it ended <laughs> with a it ended with, a spring, it ended with a <laughs> clothesline. Um, which is fine. Uh, there were some nice moments where like bowen um, Bowens got in some cheap shots on um on Brian. Interestingly, so they said when they when they promoted this match, it was Max Caster and then like with Anthony Bowen's versus Brian Pillman with Julia Hart. But there was no Julia Hart. Uh, is she, like, legit injured from, like, when she missed the Battle round?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure she is, because that's why she wasn't in it,
0: yeah. Yeah, she wasn't on Dynamite, but she was still advertised to be at ringside during the match.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying the Battle royal as well, that's why she wasn't there,
0: because of injury.
1: I'm sure she is legit injured.
0: Yeah, because she got, like, beat down, and that was why she, she got, like... Tooth kicked out the yeah. Battle rail, but like apparently she got a legit injury. But then like she wasn't even at ringside her here, so she must be like pretty bad if she can't uh, if she can't make it out. Hope she if yeah. she is injured, hope she hope she recovers as swiftly as, as possible. And yeah, so after the match, yeah, Pillman picks the win, and then the Acclaims get in and start giving him the beat down. Bowen's just got the boom box to, to nail him with it. Then Moxie runs in to make the save. hometown boy, Moxie hits Bo- uh, Bowen to the boom box. Hillman takes out Max Caster and then they sort of reach each other's arms, cheer, and the crowd go nuts for the hometown boys.
1: Yeah. Again, I, I, I said this, I, I think this is going to be, it, it's all right. It's not great though. It's just, yeah, it was it's just- more focused on the crowd for. The end for the hometown. Boys. It was fine. But it was fine, and the crowd. The, crowd right.
0: the, the crowd's important because, like, a crowd can make a passable show seem really entertaining if the crowd are into yeah. it. the energy feeds through, doesn't it? And it's, it really helps. So yeah, that's dynamite. Man um, Rampage. Um, Rampage, game continues to be a really just fun, easy watching hour of television, which I'm really quite into. Please never change. Um, highs and lows for this. Uh, my high will be
1: the opening match. I mean, It <laughs> could be anything else. If it's not, if it's not, you're <laughs> wrong. <laughs> My um, uh, low, I think, is going to be the 3v3 match, uh, the Team Baker, Team Soho, because. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that. <laughs> it was there just to be there, really.
0: Fair play. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Shanghai view, I'll take. Um the a match was it was i mean it was literally a pay-per-view match on a tv show wasn't it? yeah you literally just took the pay-per-view match they were going to do and did it here instead For i'm not minutes. arguing. You, no. got a, you, got a, you got everything you were going to get all else but you got it here so, exactly um that was pretty fun and i'm gonna for the for once again i'm gonna go i don't think i've got any any lows on here again I, I find it really hard to find um lows on a one-hour show
1: the street continues for tasty this,
0: this is the real street <laughs> What, what we on four weeks now? Five weeks. Four, five weeks. Still four no. Still, uh, Rampage. Right? Still no downs. I, th- I think this is a fourth week.
1: Fourth week. You're you're, you're doing well here.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kicking along, right, right. Well, we've got a few questions, so we'll just quickly run through those. Come on. Before we say goodbye. It's the mailbag, mailbag. Mailbag. You look a little bag, bit. Mailbag, so first question yeah. from Jay. That's the DJ. Left. Why is he not on the podcast today? He's not in work, is it?
1: What day is it? Saturday?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 2 o'clock, is he not? Oh, right. He said he, said he was watching Rampage like, earlier this morning. They're not
1: like 2 till 11 or something. He finishes oh, at 11
0: anyway. Fair play. I'm not going till limit. I'll be in bed. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>, um, <fuck laughs> <that. laughs> right, so Jay says Do you see Prime v Omega happening at Arthur Ashe Stadium in an on-title match? And what other surprises do you think they have in store for that show? What
1: we got, what we got already? Pillman Jr. and MGF. Yeah. Cody and Black. Cody and
0: Malachi. Do you think Hangman comes back
1: at Arthur
2: Ashe?
1: I think Kenny and Brian's too quick for two weeks.
0: I think they could do a multi man at Arthur Ashe. What, the elite versus? A Christian, Jungle Boy. They could do like Cole, Brian, and the books versus like Jurassic Express, Danielson, and Christian.
1: Yeah, uh, who takes
0: it because that, that way you protect the match. Um, like fucking one of the books like they're, they're not all right. Get get Christian out of there and just put Kazarian
1: or something.
0: Yeah, well, you I mean, you could do like you could do like the elite versus like the good guys because you're in, like a multi-time match, that way you, you protect yeah. and, you, and you can then you can do have Kenny do the shit house thing where he just doesn't want to be in the ring with Danielson. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah.
0: Which I think that's. I think, I think I think that's more like I think that's easier to build to than because I think yeah if depending on for what two week gap because the Bucks
1: aren't doing anything either I just now
0: so. depending on what's happening with Hangman I originally said I thought Hangman would win the title. for yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be Revolution. I think well, I think he comes back after full gear because they've got that dynamite in Virginia.
1: Cause the full gear one, uh, that could be Daniels, then, and then yeah, the, the, that's still I think, two months I think, away. I
0: think you push it. I think you do Daniels in the full gear. Yeah, I think you bring Hangman back in the run up after full gear, or even at full gear, after, in the you know like in the in the, in the very end. Um, yeah. and then you push him hard through Christmas, and you have him win it. Because like, then Kenny gets the one year reign into the new year, which is fine, and then you can have Hangman take the belt off him next year, early next year.
1: You can only come in my pants once every so often, Daisy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think I think that I think looking at like the time frame and like everything that's happened in the last few months, I think that makes more sense to let everyone have their moments, like in the run-up to Hangman taking the title. Yeah. Um
1: I'm i I'm
0: all, I'm in the so I can't argue with it. Yeah, next up then, um, we've got Faye again on Discord. Uh, I don't know, on Discord, I don't I keep saying that? Uh, how long until Adam Cole rescues his boys from Callus and the Good Brothers? I don't, why, I don't think you see the split until Kenny drops built. belt.
1: Well, why, how long till we see Cole rescue his boys from them?
0: Yeah. right. Well, I mean, no, if, can read, if you can read this is more broadly, just how long until the Elite start to splinter? I think it's after Kenny yeah. drops title. I think it has to be, yeah.
1: Cole, Cole and his promos have been weird, though. Because he's like... We are best friends, we are me and the books, me and Kenny. Like I'm he constantly not, misses out. Not you. So. Not you guys. <laughs> he constantly misses out Cutler, the Good Brothers, and Callas. Yeah. So I think they can get panned off beforehand,
0: genuinely. I think Callus stays around. I think Callus is the one who Kenny has to like yes yeah, kenny but, has to like but, kenny has to v-trick a callus out of his own life like, yeah
1: but i think we can safely say beforehand Cutler and the buck not the bucks the good brothers are going bye-bye i'd i'd say at some point cole's going to be like right we, we we're the elite do we really need them we need the super
0: elite it's just a thing that needs to happen do, 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 we, do we really need them though um, so, Jay, and again, Jay, Jay commented again, um, backing up the theory that we just presented, saying that he thinks they're all turning on them by revolution. Which, if you if you if you've pegged uh, Hangman to Win the belt around that time, I think that makes sense for the for that implosion to to, to be fully happening. Happening. Yeah. Um, so, again, Nath asks, uh, how would you repair the Dark Order from this point, considering the Dark Match between you know and five? Just, just just let them sort it out.
1: Right. Let- be 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 like take on it. Let them sort it. Out. <laughs> do you think?
0: Do you think? Do you think they need Hangman to come back and fix it or?
1: No, I I think over time, like it will just be a case of. Well, if we're saying Hangman's coming back, Virginia should right. Um. So they've still got how long? Two months. Two months. Yeah. Two months. If Hangman's going to be off that long, he comes back then. And we've, what we're we going to do for two months with the Dark Order, just more more descent,
0: I'd say to begin with. Yeah, I mean it's for, it's unfortunate. I think it's it's got to get worse before it gets better.
1: Right, it's going to get worse before we get better. And um, then, say they get some sort of wins, even though they're on a line still. And then I think it's just going to be a slow descent and then a slow build up again. I don't yeah. think there's going to be anything major like. Striking at the
0: storyline at any point. Yeah, I think this is very much on the slow burn, isn't it? This is very much yeah. on the, it's on the simmer. It's going to like we're, slowly.
1: We're we're, n- we're not going to have an event like John Silver turns on the Dark Order. No. we're not going to have anything like that. We're right not going to have issues. a
0: we're not going to have like a Seth Rollins moment.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be anything like that.
0: It's going to be like little insidious, like little needly things that sort of happen very slowly and very gradually and like a lot of yeah. a lot of like, like said, a lot of festering like ill will and dissent and and sort of you know and then I mean I think uh, they, they, if they if they're doing a, like an angle where Anna tries to maybe restore some order but you can't quite you know get a hands on things that could like spin the wheels for a little bit.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, how it would be like
1: need to be in the next couple of weeks to start getting it to go down before it
0: goes back up. Yeah. And for the two month period. Uh, also from that we have um, a question, what do you think is the next step for the women's division? Do they need tag belts? Right?
1: No, no. Piss off. They need tag belts. I, I get women they're equal and things, but every every company, their women's roster is much smaller than the men's all the time. Like you can't I've never understood women's tag titles. I get women want tight I'm trying. I'm trying not to be in a rough situation. If, if, yeah. If you want to, if you,
0: you want to <laughs> sort of split the difference, could you not just do another women's tight team tournament?
1: Yes. Ah, like that. Fucking put the balls in the cups, but not put the balls in the cups. Like, like yeah, like, just like, have a,
0: yeah, like. a tag without the random gens. Yeah. Just have it like because you've got enough women now. You, like, like they had um, and the month. They wanted the other year. Like, just do another one of them.
1: Yeah, just minus Evolise.
0: Guess what? She's gone anyway. <laughs> She's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, they, fortunately, they, they looked at Evolise, looked at Thunder Rose, and was like, ah, no, "Thunder Rose is probably the one we want to." Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it would to be one or the other. <laughs> Sorry, Evolise. Um, yeah, I would, I would say, I would say we all like you, but. Mm. We we don't want your controversialness. <laughs> so no from me. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think with with rampage being an extra hour of TV, I think they could probably do a few more titles. Whether you do, like, do you do do you do women's tag belts or do you do trio titles? Exactly.
1: You can. We don't want can, to. Flood. Can
0: can can you do both? Uh, without like making it seem like everyone has a title, uh, Yeah. D- Is it really unfair to say that they should probably do trios titles first?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. If you look, well,
0: I mean, I don't want to. And again, this is how you fix. I know, I know, the women's division in AW needs to be more featured, and I know there's there's really talented women there, and I know that it's great. But if you're trying to play to the strengths of the company, you look at like the divisions, and you think the most stacked division is the type division. So if you put trios belts in there, you can maybe do more Mm. with them.
1: Best friends, pinnacle. Like I would, you know, I, I would, I would
0: love nothing more than ty Conti and Anna jay to win women's titles, and it'd be fantastic. I'd love it. I'd love. But both. then, how many other teams are there?
1: Yeah, I but think? then, but then,
0: what's the plan? Like, you know,
1: exactly.
0: You get yourself into a into like a NXT UK, NXT tag team, women's tag team situation where there's just no one to defend against. Exactly.
1: Like, that, that's a, there's not established teams, like, whereas the trios things, there's plenty of groups, there's plenty, like, Death Triangle.
0: You know, if you did, if you did that tag team tournament, I was telling you about, you could bring in the inspiration. But just, no, just for the tournament, you wouldn't have to sign them. Yeah, bring them yeah,
1: but then, again, after the tournament, where do you go from there?
0: Well, you don't. It's just a tournament. You just, you just have like uh, three right. Weeks. So non,
1: yeah, just a tournament. Yeah, yeah. I'm in agreement with you, that. You bring, yeah. you
0: bring in uh, touch steels to go with Kira Hogan. Yeah, you can have a good old time. That's a good thing I'll like, do. you do a tournament. You don't need to worry about long term booking. You just need to just bring in, have put enough couple of banger matches, every dynamite, and on rampage, work through it, and then yeah, have a good time. I'm saying you'd you'd probably have some of the uh, Japanese lot. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you'd have like. I mean, you'd have Emmy have, have Sakura and Lulu Pencil team yeah. together. That'd be fun. Exactly. Yeah, you'd have a good time. Fun there fact Lulu, Lulu Pencil was ranked number 500 in the, this year's PWI 100. 500, sorry. Yeah. Who? Lulu Pencil. Sure,
1: yeah.
0: There's an alternate cover know. with hair on the front. Oh,
1: okay. I, I don't know who she is. But she
0: she is the, she's the woman who accompanies Emmy Sakura down to the ring. She's her like, trainee.
1: Alright, okay. I I'm
0: I'm I'm looking because I don't have a clue, but carry on. Googling it. Um, Googling it. Jay asks after Rampage, should Riho and Ruby do more with best friends? Um absolutely, even if it's just on BTA, because it would be really good fun. Yes. Um
1: Negans. There's no argument there. Um
0: So Faye also noticed that uh, um Oh, so Faye said, did you notice that Anna cut Tay off when she was about to say that they're back? That they're back?
1: Mm. That, I don't think that's what she was going to say. I think she was just going to go down to the ring,
0: to be honest. No, no, Tay, no, Tay, no just a difference. So, Tay wouldn't let Anna help Doc Order. but yeah. earlier on, whenever it was, uh, Tay was about to say that Harry and Anna were back as a team and Anna cut her off. I mean, I know in theory, if she gets wins, could just start going up the ranks. If that's what you're going for, or yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, it's it's, it's all. I mean, I'm just interested to see where um, where this all goes. Don't lose a lot of people, lot of people lot, No, I mean, I don't think they will. They they know, they, they know. Dark order of money, mate. they sell teachers. shirts. Exactly. The they're not going to break them up for good Jesus, for, for for real Jesus. I mean, if this leads to like a little brief a heel turn for like you know, Stu, I'd be up for, that, up for that for like a couple of months. Yeah, there were cunts to begin
1: with. So let
0: them let them go full serious heels challenge Lucha vs. the title titles maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And yeah, I think that's what would I say for serious questions. A lot of people talking about pack having great space finishes, which I'm all about. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. In case you're wondering, we, we all speculated the reason that Pack was back in Newcastle and missed all that was because he went back for a steak bake. Steak. <laughs> can you get no can you get no Greg's and Jacksonville on it? You can get the ones no. from Iceland and fly them over, frozen, but they're not the same. The ones you bake at home. You gotta get them cooked, you gotta get them from the actual shop.
1: Yeah, they're barely defrosted and weird. Well, I used but to like, a, once,
0: you, once you cook cooking the oven, you never quite get them right. You always, like always bend a bit, although you're always like a little bit not quite done. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're never the same. Yeah. Um, right, so I think that's going to be pretty much it um, for the show today. Uh, that's, that was a longer one. Jesus, we've uh, covered, a bit of, covered a bit of ground there. So thank you all for bearing with us and following along. I uh, hope you enjoyed our weekly ramblings on all things AEW. Um. Yeah, we'll be back probably around this time next week, I'd imagine, for all the, the goodness we have to, to dive into next week, which I'm quite excited about. This time next week, mate, we're going to be talking about Adam Cole's first AW match. Yeah, against Kazarian, though. Oh, yeah, but
1: yeah. still. You know, yeah,
0: it'll, it'll be fun. Cool. yeah, it'll be fun. We'll have, we'll have a good time. Right, well, that's going to do it from us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, as always. Uh, we will see you next week. And uh, yeah, enjoy your wrestling, stay safe, and peace out. Bye.
1: What does Jim Ross do every time he visits a seafood market? Bacard.
0: Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick <laughs> as well, which I, approve. I appreciate. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasty's brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling themed beers including Coldstone Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of t-shirts, masks, cans and mini kegs. Check out toproadbrewing.com or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle.
1: And fatface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, And then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities.